They smell very delish. Yeah. Here we are again. Fuck her gently. <laughs> I'm not fucking yeah, anybody no, gently. Fuck Ric Flair. <laughs> Sorry, Ric Flair. I think Flair. I like Ric Flair. Ric Flair's more my type. <laughs> yeah, no, I would fuck Ric Flair. Not gonna be gently. I can't believe you said all that stuff. I can't yeah. either. I can't believe that you <laughs> let me say it ass. and then yeah, and then cut it <laughs> up and sent it to him dump truck to ass. use for the rest of eternity. Wait, wait. This coming from the guy who says people want to fuck my dump truck ass. I don't know. <laughs> I think you guys are fucking weird. I'm pretty excited about, about uh, today's guests. We have, uh, this guy has more hustles than I have. This guy does and is doing, has done. Ric every, Flair. Everything, yeah, everything <laughs> that I would love to have done and been doing. We have Pierre Vashon in the house. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> He's, thanks early for make, morning. Jeez. Thanks, thanks for making that drive, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I'm I'm happy to be here, but damn, I always forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been doing driving too long in my life, but you all know how that is. Yeah, yeah you got to go through Burlington too, the the, yeah. big, the big metropolitan area of Burlington. <laughs> yeah, first of all, let's not call that a city. Let's <laughs> yeah. stop there. You can't even see it if you drive on the highway right. the entire way. It's not like driving yeah. through Boston where you're like doing six loop de loops and. Oh, uh, right. do, oh, do you do? You, yeah, yeah, I guess you do. You hop on the interstate at 189. Yeah, yeah, 89 yeah. to Route 7 all the way up. Yeah. Straight up the shot, so. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't too bad, but I just hit some... Uh, people don't know how to drive, and uh, <laughs> it's that time of year when it gets warm. Uh, I've, for, okay. I've found... Yeah, when it gets warm, <laughs> what really happens is the reality is is that people come out of the woodwork that have unthawed, and they don't know how to drive, and they're back on the road. Yeah. So winter kind of cuts that down for us, but... It gets horrible once it warms up. Yeah, my right. wife works at Shelburne Vineyard right on oh, Route 7 there, yeah. and she said that there's a lot of people right now that are vacationing to Vermont, so yep. there's a ton of that, too. Yeah, it's a lot of the escapees who show up here thinking that it's going to be, you know, the ones that won't come here and deal with the winters like we all do. Uh, I, I love the migration that's happened since COVID and all that stuff, because all those people that moved here when they thought it was going to be the safest place, had to get through a winter, and now they've all left. Yeah. They've, yes. all, they've all sold their houses. They're like, what is this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sad about that, that they, they all left. Yeah. <laughs> I miss them already. Yeah, I love COVID. They came in, drove up the cost of housing, and then left. Right. Yeah, yeah. They literally showed up, and then were like, oh, this is what Vermont's like yeah. in the winter? I'm out. Like, it's so beautiful. Why does no one live here? Yeah. Oh, this is why. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful three months out of the year. Right. Yeah, the other eight months, it's ice. Yeah. Like, you just have to be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. And what about that last month? Yeah. Oh, that's just, yeah. That last month is when all the mud and sludge goes yeah, into the exactly. So that's it's just yeah, Yellow and green like yeah. the Simpsons. Yeah, I was yeah. Just, then, yeah, then you factor in the, the, the one more month uh, towards the end of the summer where you can't swim in Lake Champlain. Anymore. Right, where the stench through town is like, ah, <laughs> oh, the lake. I like uh, to call I like to call that month the um, the warning month. Yes. Where every week there's a new warning of a disease that's in the lake that you can't touch. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're spoiled if you uh, live next to a body of water that doesn't get a yeast infection at least three <laughs> yeah. months out of the year. It's so, also the time of year where the you know all the funky smells come out of the ground that the farmers lay down the uh, the season before. Like what? What are they using this year? Is that chicken shit? Yeah. Because it's definitely not cow manure. Yeah. Your chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's always questionable the weird questionable stuff they're buying from Puerto Rico to dump into their farms to make them faster. <laughs> So grow faster. Wait a minute, Troy. So if, if Noah Khan, you know, has this big hit with a uh, stick season all about Vermont, 
there's going to be like a stench season or something. Yeah, like that. You, you can I'm kinda, on it. You kind of do your own. Yeah, you well, can. I actually wanted to talk about our next record, um, uh, stench, stench season. season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a. It's actually the season of the stench is when all the college girls, uh, when it turns 38, and they all put on their <laughs> shorts, <laughs> start walking around uh, Church Street. Yeah, that's the what my song's about. That's hot. <laughs> Anyway, Pierre, I, I have, and I, I think Troy has a, a bunch of questions. So, sure. Did you, you did you take? So I saw your wrestling again. You, did you take a break from wrestling for a while? Yeah. So I had to take a break. Um, I've had a lot of injuries over twenty years in wrestling, and had to take breaks occasionally. My last break, I literally broke my back. Oh. I had two broken vertebrae from a match, and after that, I'd take a gear or two off. Yeah, and, yeah. and heal. Pussy. And, yeah. How dare I? I work. To be fair, I did finish the match with a broken back. Oh, wow. I, I did ten more minutes in the wait, ring. Wait, it only counts. Did you win? Uh yes. No, that, yeah. that, 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 yeah. that's I did, I did go over. Uh, but I, I was in the ring and I did a sit out power bomb or a sit out uh, choke slam, and all of a sudden I felt a zipper up my back. It felt like a zipper, like kind of like someone zipping up a zipper, and I couldn't feel my legs. And so I was laying in the ring and my legs weren't moving and I reached out on the ropes and pulled myself up sitting up and I realized my legs weren't working. And I was like, I think I might be paralyzed. Yeah, this might be, yeah. this might be it. And luckily it's something that I'm, I hope you put a disclaimer on this show that there's no medical advice given because, oh, they know we're a bunch of idiots. Oh, perfect. So perfect. <laughs> Cause we're all idiots in wrestling and we do the dumbest weird voodoo shit to like heal ourselves in the ring his legs didn't work so he was told to walk it off yeah right. <laughs> well literally my the guy that was managing me and it's an old trick if you're if you're numb in the ring you punch wherever you're numb at and it sometimes will get it to kind of reset it I don't, I don't know if it's real but it's what we do and i'm laying in the ring my legs aren't working and the guy that's i just uh, choke slammed is laying next to me watching me like pull myself up and then all of a sudden my manager comes over and just elbow like just forearms my back as hard as he can, like while I'm against the ropes. And all of a sudden my legs started tingling and I'm like, Oh, okay. They work. <laughs> and I got up and we finished the match and I took one more big bump and I took that big fall and I felt my whole back just give out. And he carried me kind of back to the back of the, <laughs> the locker room, uh, like a hobbling. And I, I was getting my boots off and I was waiting for my pay. And I realized that I was in Rhode Island for this show. And I drove alone. That's when you realized you were in Rhode Island? Yeah. I don't know where I am half the time, dude. I do so many. Sh I used to wrestle six shows a week. I wrestled so much. I would end up in towns. I'd have to ask when I got in the ring. Oh, yeah. I'd cut a promo and be like, where am I? Because yeah. I just didn't even know. But I was in the back and I was like, oh, I got like a four and a half hour drive back to Vermont. Oh, and yeah. there's no one with me. So I got in the car and started driving. And I got almost to Rutland and my legs stopped working again. Like I couldn't feel the gas pedal or anything. So I had to put it on cruise control and do like Grand Theft Auto, yeah. like turning into the hospital, like <laughs> trying to get my car in. Yeah. And then I pulled myself out of the, the the car and like fell in front of the hospital and they dragged me in and were like, yeah, you broke two vertebrae and your nerves are all pinched. It's crazy. So it took, took two years of like healing. And then my doctor gave me clearance and said, well, if you're stupid enough and you want to go back in the ring, that's your choice. That's all I needed to yeah. hear. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. As you could have stopped that if you're stupid enough. Yeah, exactly. I was taking it either way. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I was out for two years and now I'm back. Uh, and I also just recently went through my cancer stuff. So I had uh, half of my kidney removed uh, yeah. uh, for cancer. 
And then, but now I'm all medically cleared, amazingly. That's good. So I'm back in the ring, getting the shit kicked out of me for money. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so can you make good money on this? No, let me tell you the reality. Um, if you don't hustle, you don't make shit. Uh, on the indies, you got to hustle to make money. I did it as a full-time career for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. So and, is your your whole thing is a fashion? It's an homage to to uh, to the Vashon brothers from my yeah. I'm names. I'm connected to the Vashon family, so yeah. I am yeah. I'm a Vashon member, but uh, the way it is is in indie wrestling. I'm going to tell any of you that listens to this podcast: if you think you're going to be a millionaire in the indies, you're way off your boat. Like that ain't real. Yeah, it's just reality. It, you're going to get your ass kicked for not a lot of money. Unless you know how to hustle. You got to learn the hustle. Yeah. And that's learning how to merchandise yourself, how to put yourself into as many shows as you can and get as much merchandise out there to sell. Uh, that's where you make your real money. Now, do you, so all the people like on the independents, like, so some are bigger draws than others, you know, yep. just like in the, you know, anywhere. Yep. Um, and this is, you get paid accordingly to that. It varies. You have your own asking prices. You know, you ask what you ask now. 10 years ago, I was a bigger draw than I am right now because yeah. I'm getting back. Yeah. But 10 years ago when I was full-time and I was a tag champ in nine promotions at any given point, yeah, yeah. I was an NWA uh, New England and Universe champ, and I did a lot of, uh, I was hustling more yeah. um, for that side of my work. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a higher asking price, but now the market's been flooded. Every idiot in the fucking excuse me i don't know if you yeah, I, you, you don't know. swear yeah, here. No, don't you don't swear. fucking say that. i have fuck i'm sorry he would fuck uh, rick flair <laughs> i mean hey who would would. <laughs> it's been two weeks since we've recorded you don't know what i've been up to <laughs> rick, you catch rick on the right day it probably won't matter uh, but he chopped me 16 times in the chest but i've never come like that <laughs> i need that drop <laughs> he just keeps digging himself a bigger hole i'm gonna have a whole uh, troy rick flair page <laughs> but no, I um, you know, when nowadays the fl the market's been flooded in wrestling. Every fucking dipshit who took one wrestling course is opening up a wrestling school. Adam Appleton, you hear this? Every dipshit can fucking wrestle now. Wants to wrestle. Wants to be a part of this. He's calling you out specifically. <laughs> Actually, he probably doesn't know you at all. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. A, a buddy of mine in, in uh, right outside, of, or uh, he's in Boston. <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> just just started wrestling. Oh, is he uh, training? Uh, no, no, he's in. He's, he's been doing matches. He's 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 trained. He trained for a while, and now he's yeah, he's full on. Do you know who he trained with in Boston? No, I don't. Oh, bummer. Because I know all the Boston. That's right. I wrestled in Boston most of my career, so um, uh, I know a lot of the Boston guys. Like who trains down there? Oh, right. Yeah, so good. I'm sure he's probably gotten good training if he's in. If he went to New England Academy, no, or I've in, seen him. He he looks like he didn't get any training at all. Oh, no. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, but no, there's just so many dipshits out there now who are opening up schools and don't know anything and they're teaching so now the market's flooded we have all these ticket seller guys who literally shouldn't be in a wrestling ring have no idea what they're doing but they're taking up spots that's and they're working for free so it's funny you say that because i i think of like any idiot also just thinks they can step into the ring and and, and do it they're oh like, dear god yeah like every everybody everyone thinks they can i so i'll give you a, i'm going to give you an old example of a group here, and I won't mention the football team that we did this to years ago. This was in the late 90s. I had a wrestling school in Montreal in 2000, and I had one in 2006 area here in St. Albans with another gentleman who passed away. And we had a local football team 
come up to us because we bounced at night at the rave in St. Albans. If anyone remembers the rave. Uh, I, I think Carib. I remember that. Yeah. The rave. It used to, it was K rib, but before that it was the rave and the rave was just where you found your Coke. It's like, uh, it's like dirty Sally's or something now. It's dirty like, Nelly's. Oh, is that, is that a new name? Oh yeah, God. Yeah. It's changed so many times. The rave, we bounced there and these, and we had wrestled and these football players came in and we're like, oh, that fake crap. <laughs> and, you know, they gave us all this crap. We're like, okay. I said, all you linebackers, I want you to come to a class free. Won't charge you a damn thing. Come to our class for one day. We're not going to do anything different. We're not going to beat you up. You know, we're going to do what we normally do. Beat you up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, they're going to go through what we do to every guy when they first get in the training. So I had a guy there that was probably 150 pounds, young kid who just started, knows his bumps, could do his thing. And I got those linebackers in the ring. First thing we had him do was run the ropes. Run, 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 run. And hit the ropes. And those ropes are hard. They're elevator cable. They rip your arms up. They, yeah, yeah. They scar you up. And they look like rubber bands yeah. and like the no. on TV, but they are ele- that's elevator cable. It's tow truck elevator or elevator cable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's literally um, full elevator cable. Uh, that they, they put a padding around you, it. We put a rubber tube on it and, yeah. so, and tape it. So when you hit it, you got to get used to it. It ends up scarring. Like I have two huge scars that go across my midsection from years of hitting ropes. Yeah. Like growing up, I had a toy, like the toy wrestling yeah. ring and, and those were literally just like rubber bands. Yeah. So you thought that right. it, like, it gets in your head, yeah, but yeah. no, they're elevator cable and you got to put a lot of weight to make a move. It's actually really impressive. So I just watched rewatch for like the third time that Undertaker last ride, which is kind of like yeah. a sad yeah. But he hits the fucking ropes and make they all bend backwards. It looks like he's about to touch the ground. It's like, do you know how much pressure you have to yeah. put on an elevator he, cable? Yeah, you have to throw like, you all your weight at it. And that's why you get scarred up. Well, these linebackers, I had them hitting the ropes. And they were just like, oh, my God. They hit the rope. And I'm like, yeah, we don't wear padding. Like, there's no padding in here. Like, we don't wear, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all wearing thongs. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we're <laughs> in Speedos. And then I made him hit the mat. I made him take a, learn how to take a bump. And I had him start from a sit-up because I was just taking bumps. And they hit their back and they go, oh, damn. I'm like, yeah, we don't have padding, dude. Like, <laughs> like that, that is carpet padding and like plywood with a slight spring in the metal. Uh, either a spring it has to have middle. some kind of give. But usually what, what nowadays the rings are called flex beam. It's all metal uh, beams going across in two different directions. And then you put your wood on top of it. Right. And that's your give. It's called a flex beam. The old style was boxing rings, which had a spring in the middle, an elevator spring, an actual like torsion spring. And that thing did not, if you didn't hit direct and center, everything was like hitting concrete and those things hurt. And that's what WWE rings are known for. They're the stiffest rings in the business. Um, if you ever, I've had tryouts at WWE and I've been in their rings and they're awful. They're right. also like substantially bigger. They're than, 24 yeah. feet instead of 18 or 16. Do you develop special techniques to hit those ropes or land in such Absolutely. a way so it doesn't hurt as bad? I mean, it all hurts, but you learn yeah, how to, the, like the, I tell everyone, any stuntman can fall off a roof, but the one that knows how to fall off properly doesn't die. Yeah. It still all hurts, but and, they learn. No, that, but like falling off a roof and landing on somebody and not killing yourself or them yeah. is, is the fun. Yeah, there's a, it's a lot to it. And a lot of guys think that they, because maybe they ran track in high school or one time got in a bar fight. They think that they can do it. And those, those football players, I'll never forget it. Whole linebacker team, the whole line front end, all taking bumps and crying at, by the end. Like, and like I said, yeah, we do 12 or 15 of those in a match. Yeah. You took three today and you're already like, you're, you're already like, crying. You're already like, Oh my God. And from that day on, whenever we saw them at the rave, 
they would just if anyone say anything about wrestling, like we went and did that shit. Don't fucking say anything. <laughs> that stuff's rough. It well, ain't easy. It's one of those things too. At the at the last show uh, that you guys just did in Burlington, great. I had oh I had a yeah, time that's right. Life, yeah, time of my life, and I was talking to Ben Bishop, Ben, yeah. ben Grenka, and he's like. Yeah, he's like, people approach me at 6'10 for years about, like, why don't you get into lifting or wrestling? And yeah. he's like, yeah, fuck it. People started offering. He's like, I can make the quick money. And he's like, if you want to be good at it, it's a lifelong commitment. Yeah, yeah. It's not something you just go. I mean, you can make a quick buck if you're a freak show. Right. You know, like, if you're one of those dudes that's seven feet tall and you don't have to have skill, you just have to stand in a ring. Yeah. You can make some quick money because you're, you're, you're a gimmick. You're an attraction. But if you want to make money long term, I mean wrestling paid my bills for a long time like it was my main job i mean I the guys like seth rollins and aj yeah. styles who talk about their independent scene where they were like three guy operations basically them and two of their buddies and two merch guys at two yep. venues yep. across town go wrestle the opening yep. car- match in a card and then drive across town and I, get their ass kicked a second time for a different promotion yep i used to do what was called triple shots we would, I would find out. I do those too, man. I don't think I'm going to say It's a whole different world. Yeah, that's actually what Ric Flair gave me. Right, right, right here. In I, uh, my hair, it was weird. No, we did triple shots where uh, we would do three a day. We would draw, We would start, we'd be the opener at one show and we'd stay in our gear and drive an hour to another show. And then we would be the main event in a show on like another hour and a half, two hours away. We would do that every day for like three days a week, four days a week. Um, and then, you know, drive eight hours to the next state and, you know, get ready for another set. It's one of those things though, that, and again, I'm not in the industry, so I don't know, but I'm, I'm good friends with, uh, do you know the band Bowling for Soup? Oh yeah. Uh, Jarrett Reddick and he's good friends with Alexa Bliss. Like they're, they're all tied. And I guess that she works as an independent contractor for WWE. So it's like, she's employed by WWE, but she's not an employee of WWE. So WWE is the biggest scam in the fucking world when it comes to that. It pisses me off as a wrestler. None of them get insurance. They have to pay their own. Their trans is not paid except for flights to larger venues. They have to pay their own rental cars, but they're not allowed to work for anyone else. Yeah. So it's not an independent contractor. They're, they're an employee, but WWE is skirted around taking care of them on that other end. Until you're at that John Cena level where right. they're like, we can't afford you to leave. Our merchandising team can't right. take the hit if you right. were to just pack but up. But if you're leave. like, if you're a mid-carter or whatever, you're just, you have to hoof it. Yeah, ch- yeah. chatting with uh, Fandango. I didn't, yeah. I don't even know his real name, which I yeah. feel bad, but I, I loved when he bust onto the scene and of you course you know he's a, he's a mid-card kind of gimmick. Yeah. That's a gimmick that yeah. until you change it up is kind of going to waffle there, but he was saying that, he's like, yeah, he's like, it was tough to like Sometimes you're wrestling, sometimes you're not, but you're not getting paid if you don't work, but you're expected to be there. Right. You see the penis? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so so do, do you follow WWE? Do you, do you, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually friends with a lot of the guys in WWE right now. Yeah. Um, I, 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 went, I came up through wrestling all of them. Yeah. Uh, the Viking Raiders are, you know, I've known them. Eric and uh, Ivar. Yeah, I used to wrestle Ivar back in the day when he was uh, Handsome Tom or Handsome Todd. And like, you know, I... All those mask guys that made it to WWE were all guys I've been wrestling since, you know, 98. And I know them all. Uh, you know, like Kofi Kingston and, you know, all those crew. Uh, Ivar, I've known those guys. Um, oh God, so many people have passed through. I mean, I know John Cena and his dad. I'm good friends with his dad. Uh, 
Hey John, by the way, if you ever, I'll, I'll yeah, he's he's one of our biggest listeners. Yeah. Well, 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 you can't I'm sorry, see slap the shit out of you in well, 2006. I will, well, man. I will tag I will tag him in this when Fuck I put yeah. it. Yeah, that would be amazing. So yeah, I'll let you. John. I'll let John know. I'm Shout glad out there's John. no video content because they wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah, no, yes. you can't uh, see it. We <laughs> actually, um, the only reason we got you on is so we could get a tag to John Cena in here. This was all part of our plan. <laughs> I know it's your it's your great plan. <laughs> and I just talked about coming together nicely. Taking uh taking shots from Ric Flair. Yeah, I follow it and I also follow AEW because I have friends that are over there that made it to AEW, you know, who are doing that. And I've, I've had some offers to maybe in the future do some AEW dark stuff. We'll see if it really comes about. Awesome. Uh, what about I mean, uh, commentating is where, what you, what you, I mean, it seems like a natural progression for you. Yeah, eventually I'll go in to do some commentary work for people, and when my body decides I don't want to do the ring anymore, yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm still, I still have some left in me. I'm still shaking off ring rust, but you yeah, know, it's yeah. been a little bit. But yeah. I'm back in it. I got a show next weekend in North Adams, Mass. Um, for a, my home promotion, I can't. I'll be in Europe. Uh, I was just think. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I'll fuck go another because because probably Adam will, Adam will be there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I talked a lot of shit to that guy when I first started coming on this podcast. I don't know if I want to go see the Ryan I, pro- I probably know Adam if I saw a picture. I just, I'm horrible with faces. Yeah, yeah. The real Ron uh, Ressler. Yeah, yeah, he goes by the real Ron Apple. He, yeah. He, he just started. He's, he's got to be, I don't know, upper 40s. Yeah. And um, he started, I think, a little over a year ago. Um, yeah, but if he's working North Adams, I probably, if he works for truly independent i've probably seen him he, he i mean he's he's that's all not him. no that's ian rotten that's axel rotten or axel rotten either one take your pick um, there's a video on there's a video youtube video here check this out yeah let's see let's Although, see if i know him. but that's 2022 i don't, I don't know if he was oh god I, I i okay wait that is him that's him right there he looks familiar. I think I've probably bumped into him. I'll lose always his ass. Yeah, you as a wrestler, you're more familiar with someone's ass. I'm more familiar with people's gear than I am them. Yeah. Like I see the spandex, I'm like, oh, that's that that guy. Yeah. But yeah, it looks I I might have bumped into him. I bet he's been at TIW at some point. Yeah. Um but so, yeah. But I I was blown away by that was my first indie wrestling show and I, I've loved WWE oh, no and shit. gone. It the low ceilings, the the intimacy of it, fucking incredible. Yeah. Well yeah, you don't you don't get to hear the backstage shit when everyone's back there going, don't do fucking suplexes. We're hitting the ceiling. <laughs> First match, they knocked tiles out. Yep. And we were like, that like, was the best part of the night. Yeah. <laughs> fucking manager came. One of the managers came running back and was like, stop doing vertical shit. That's <laughs> it. I was, he, there was a video and I, when I saw the video that he was in, um, when they had the ring in the room, it was like, you couldn't even stand on the ropes. No, it's, it, and that's a tough spot when you do random indie shows. Yeah. I've been in, my favorite one that we ever did, we used to do a show in a lodge up in, uh, God, some part of Bumblefuck, Vermont. And they had- That's the where ri- I'm from. Yeah, Bumblefuck? Yeah, it's a great spot. I had a Bumblefuck um, the other night. That's why I met Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we freaking, we did a show where they had to put the ring and the ceiling fan was right over a corner and it was on. Oh, that's awesome. And, and it was it was low. And we had to tell everyone, we told all the boys, stay out of that corner. Don't climb that corner. That ceiling fan is right there. And don't do any verticals out of that corner or anything you're doing because you're going to hit that fan. Well, this one guy named War, and uh, shout out to him if, you, if I, I'll tag a bunch of wrestlers in this so Fuck they'll yeah. all hear it. Uh, shout out to War, who was on the show. 
he uh he got up he was all heated in the middle of the match he stands up on the top rope to do a to do like a old school undertaker thing he had a guy in an arm bar yeah. and everyone's yelling fan fan <laughs> yeah. fan and, it's, it's and, not like a steel cage match yeah. this, is, this is the fan in the corner yeah. match yeah. everyone's, <laughs> yelling, everyone's <laughs> yelling fan and he thinks they're like cheering him or like yeah. like doing he's like stuff. wow they're all fans yeah look yeah. at that they're all into me and he turns his head <laughs> oh. and we watch the ceiling fan just hit him hit him in the back <laughs> of his head and he falls off <laughs> and just crumples because he gets hit full blast by the fan and it stops the fan stops dead on his head You're like and then he just falls he just falls off the top rope and then I bet the, the pop was huge the pop uh, yeah it was a road warrior pop like he just came into the coliseum like people were just popping he was just laying there he's like what the fuck happened that's what and, you do with well, you're, you're in a tag team match one guy's distracting the ref and the other guy throws the guy <laughs> into the, <laughs> the fan. oh yeah we, we destroyed that fan <laughs> yeah. at that show i mean what is cr- the uh what's the weirdest gimmick mac match you've ever been in i know oh, like Jesus. wwe like mid-2000s when i was like a kid, but old enough to get it, you know, like yeah. you see the like Punjabi prison match oh, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that contract yeah. on a stick. Like, yeah. what's your what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in the Indies? <laughs> I was in a toilet match. A what? Oh, yeah. Probably had one of those yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was having one when we got the, here the, today. The one. <laughs> it's also called what happens after I go to Applebee's. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it, it all was, the Indies uh, are sponsored by Taco Bell. You yeah. didn't know this. Taco <laughs> Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Applebee's. Denny's. Um, but. They, I was in a match one time where this guy in New Hampshire, who was notorious for doing these, but I did one not with him. He had he had kind of made these a thing, and then another indie copied him. And I was like, of all the things you're going to fucking copy, you copy this. It was a toilet bowl match. Literally, they had a toilet filled with water by the ring, and you had to basically submerge swirly yeah. but it didn't flush because it was just a, right. it was, just it was a plugged toilet just sitting there with water in it so you're basically just drowning yeah you're just trying to drown the other person in the toilet <laughs> it's, it's like a casket or a buried alive match yeah they should have used one of those like the, the blue shit you put in the toilet like, so yeah. Yeah. Out, like, oh they oh. did they did oh, yes. <laughs> yeah they made they had coloring in the water so when you came up your face was all so you could so there was like an like a dramatic effect yeah a drag yeah. effect if it wasn't That's just awesome. like oh you put your head in the toilet yeah. No, you, you came up with like shit all over it. Your head being put in a toilet is yeah. like that's that's bad enough to yeah. me. Like, was this a brand new toilet? Holy or, we I didn't even know. And because it was a knockoff indie of another indie, um the guy who originally created that gimmick or was known for it was a guy named Lobster Man. Oh uh, Bruiser Costa. In the seventies and eighties, Bruiser Costa was a badass wrestler, like crazy, like, you know, over the top. And then he became Lobster Man and ran for president and uh, in New Hampshire. And then he created this promotion that was all about weird carny gimmicks. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But he kind of created that. And then other indies around, smaller ones, were trying to, like, suck on his teeth, so to speak. So they were trying his stuff. And it just didn't work. And I ended up in one of the wish versions of his show <laughs> doing the toilet match. Um, I've been on Bruiser Costa. They are great. But shout out to Bruiser Costa as well. Jeff Costa. So, He's a fucking man. So I mean, so you wrestling is, is, is your career has been been phenomenal. But you, you do like you have more like they always give me shit for like having hustles and side hustles. Like I I don't I don't think I fucking hold a candle to you. Like <laughs> yeah, holy I, shit. I'm like, busy as fuck usually. You 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 know you, you mentioned I don't I don't think it was on the air, but you do uh, voiceover work. Yep, I sure do. Um, I do commercial work uh, when I can get it. I'm also the guy. I've done. I've been the knockoff guy for monster truck um, ads 
when they don't want to pay. There's one guy that does all those like Sunday, like, Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Well, well, when they don't want to pay him. You're like uh, Saturday, you're like Monday, Monday, Saturday, Monday, Monday. Monday. I'm the back, I'm the backup guy. I'm the backup guy. Any other He's day like, of the week, right, here right. doesn't. So, yeah. Yeah. so we gotta, let's get ready to see some monster trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they but they want is they want me to do the voice, so I do the coming at you Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I do the whole thing, you'll pay for a whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. You know, uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. I just came a little bit. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna use that as my Tinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I do voiceover. I do a lot of random shit. I just, I just can't stay uh, still very long. That, that and, so. and you do. Um, I, I got to get down to the uh, to Middlebury. So you do like the the movie uh, roasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, I, I do stand up comedy. That's one of my I, other I was jobs. Gonna, yeah, I was leading to that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so one of the things we do, we do a lot of shows at Middlebury. I own a DJ company, and we do trivia every week. But we do a show called Movie Roast. Um, if you've ever seen Mystery Science Theater 3000, yep. it's kind of like that, but with swearing and no planning and drinking. Um, no thought uh, required. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we do a podcast that's just like that. <laughs> There's a lot of swearing and drinking going on. Yeah. And no thought required. It's perfect. Which yeah. is great because I like, you're like, oh, I'm going to tag all these people and promote it. And it's like, I sing in a folk band. And I'm like, yeah, I hope no one ever finds <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tag people and shout them out so they go listen to I'm the gonna show. I'm going to tag them all so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we do movie roasts where we basically. Uh, three or four comics. We sit down with live mics, watch a movie with everybody, and we heckle it. And uh, and we ask everyone else to heckle it as well. And we do classics and like obscure movies. But and uh, and so so people are drinking, and there, there's is there food there too? Oh yeah, there, full yeah. food, full bar, full cafe. Is this yeah. gonna be our fourth date? Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we definitely got to. D- it's pretty epic. Happen. And um, we did Jurassic Park last night. Oh, oh that's and, one. And somebody showed up in a giant inflatable T Rex house. I saw the. I saw it the was fucking amazing. I was like, "You win! I don't even want to do the show now. Yeah. Like, you just the won. show is here." The, the yeah. dude said, "You're like, hey, if you're gonna show up, you better fucking bring it." Like this guy did. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah just, that girl came in with that full outfit. And I was like, "Holy shit, you win!" Like, yeah. I don't even care now. Like, what we're doing? Did you fuck her? No, I would. I would. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't cut a hole in that suit. You can. Super you can. You can. It blows in your balls. It feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, you were saying that we've never had a guest on this podcast who has their own Wikipedia page until today, which ah! is great. Wait, uh, wait, so- wait, wait. And, he's, and he comes from the furthest too. Like he traveled the yeah. furthest just to be here. So, uh, so I don't, I don't mean to talk you up, but yeah. Pierre Vachon uh, was born in France. He wrote around thirty string quartets, <laughs> yes, various chamber works, <laughs> yes. operas, and orchestral pieces. Uh, and he died Pierre? in Berlin at the age <laughs> oh, of sixty-five. Wait. I was good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a ghost. Everyone, no, no, no. <laughs> he came back three days later, and that's oh, why we yeah. had Easter. I'm literally the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm yeah, the yeah. real Undertaker. Rest <laughs> in symphony yeah, or whatever. Exactly. You're, we're, compo- we were a just, dead French composer. That's a great game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah it was already done. It was called the Stro yeah. in WCW. Do you Shout out to the, the Stro. Uh, um, Mordecai. Oh God! That, yeah. Like the, it was just not white as in skin color, but like he was just the Undertaker character, right? Reverse white instead yeah. of black. Right. It was reverse Undertaker. And it was the were, worst thing of, well, that's ever happened in the I, history of wrestling. Unfortunately, the poor guy. The concept was good, but the poor guy wasn't ready. Right, like he and had just Kazarni, into the same thing. Kazarni, the carnival worker. Shout out to Sin. I love fucking Sin. He's is amazing. That, is Sin that Bodhi. Yeah, yeah, that's Kazarni. He's now Sin Bodhi. That's really Sin they, Bodhi. They fucked him with that gimmick. They His, like took it way too out, far. Check out what he's doing now. He has a promotion in Vegas. Uh, he makes amazing art. 
and he's wrestling, and he's now the warlord of weird Sin Bodhi. Shout out, Sin. Love you, buddy. He gives me the weirdest um, boner. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, are you kidding me? I'm going home with Pierre. I'm going back to Millbury just to talk more about this. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Um, you do uh, you do you do body piercing as yep, well? That's right. I'm a body piercer. I've been for about uh, 12 years, almost 14. Something my, like my hat's off to you for for so you post on online a lot of times when people are just they leave like shitty fucking comments, and you fucking you're the like you you kill them with kindness. You're like there was one like uh oh it was I think it was like a mother or something. Hey, will you pierce my 16 year old daughter's nipples? And, oh yeah, and you're like. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) No, I, people, uh, ever since the pandemic, people have forgotten how to people. Yes, it's very true. I mean, it's really what it is. People have forgotten how to people and we've become so weirdly entitled in our world that if you say no to someone, they're like, how dare you? Like, and they freak out. So now I just, now to be fair, I am much more polite on a text than in real life. When people come in and give me attitude, I'm not nearly as like. Kill him with kindness. I love. I, I I mean I, I get that too. But I love the uh, like they'll they'll call you every fucking name in the book. You're like, hey, hey I'm sorry, but I mean, if you can get it done somewhere else, you know, best luck to you. But I think anybody else is going to do it. Like I question their, you know, yeah. their, their 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 talent or whatever. But <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah. But uh, but you know you know good luck to you with the you know like so like you you posted a bunch of those and every time you're like fucking yeah I mean. Yeah, you kill him with kindness. Like, like you, you stick to your guns. Like, uh, I'm not going to resort to name calling, even though you've that ain't worth it. You know what? The way I look at it, fuck it. What? Fuck it. I mean, what? What's it going to do? They're not going to actually say it to my face. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had a, uh, you know, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna do this. They're gonna yap on the internet, and they're gonna call me every name in the book. And then when they walk in, they're gonna be nice to me. I fucking challenge you to a toilet bowl match, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> God, please no. We talked about it. Uh, about them earlier look up the bowling for soup song killing uh kill him with kindness, him with kindness. i fucking love bowling for soup first uh, of all it's one of my favorite bands so this guy uh hit me up Jarrett, and he hit me up uh in an instagram dm my song i miss you was on a playlist i thought i was being catfish and i was like i'm not getting molested today and i yeah i blocked him <laughs> and, third time uh, this week no I mean, you can skip like 30 seconds again. ahead maybe like 25 seconds This this is the new entrance music. <laughs> uh, I guess it's a long verse. The chorus is the entrance music. Call Vince McMahon right now. Yeah. Here we go. Now, no, here we go. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. Uh, this is the worst prom date ever. Oh, here we go. Wait for it. Yeah, that's absolutely some bullshit. That that's what he does. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, but, Bowling for Soup's amazing. So he, yeah, same thing. We like planned to do a show, and then COVID kind of revamped up, and we did a virtual thing, and then uh, we ended up playing a show with them. And he's just the nicest dude. Like, yeah, I'll just get drunk and send him like random things, and he always responds. We do some like daily fantasy football shit nice. together. He's, that's he's awesome. Great. Yeah, I think you mentioned this on the air. If not, you can kick my ass or try to or whatever. But Troy is is putting. Let's think about putting on a show um, with live music and wrestling. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've done that did you a mention, lot. Did you mention that in the air? We did. Yeah, we talked. Yeah. So we just did a thing called Up From Below, and it was stand-up comedy yep. and, uh, and music, kind yep. of a back and forth thing. And uh, we were talking at that indie show, and they were like, well, we should do this, but we should do this instead. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about doing stand-up comics and wrestling and get rid of the fucking... 
the music. <laughs> what, you don't want to cry in the middle? You don't want to hear about my ex? And- <laughs> no, I've, I did one of my favorite rounds of shows I used to do was in Somerville, Mass. It was this like metal show. They had like four metal bands and like seven matches. And like throughout the whole night, started at eight, went till two in the morning. And we would have like, Fuck yeah. there'd be a band and then there'd be two matches and there'd be a band and two matches. It was a weird vibe though, because some people were there just for the music and then they had to stop and watch sweaty dudes punch each other. Yeah. Like, which, because <laughs> it was metal at work, but folk might not. Saying, I feel like metal. a folk crowd might be like, wait, what? So, yeah, I, so I, I told him that, I told him last time, I said, no offense. I, I said, so folk music and, and comedy, I could see that. Yeah, I, I'm like for wrestling, you're definitely gonna want something a little more upbeat, a little more more thrashing. Because on some of the heavier shows, you're gonna see people punching themselves anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> even with, yeah. Even with no wrestling involved. Yeah, and they used to always book me in the death match shit on those, so I always had to do like wild, like matches, like barbed wire, broken glass. Yeah, I remember. I, I've seen a lot of pictures of you. Like, wait, you're you're all bloody. Is that is that all real blood? Yeah, I'm, my head's all scarred up. You're, yeah. I've been blading. Yeah, gigging. Juicing, whatever you want to call it. Fuck it. Kayfabe died years ago, so I'll say it. Uh, most of the boys know it. Uh, but no, I was I did it for a while. I did the deathmatch circuit because it paid well, mm-hmm. and I could take a lot of pain. So I could get paid more to go get thrown into a thing of barbed wire and get out of it. A box of fluorescent light. Yeah, I did all that shit. So I did the what I used to do to try to save myself cancer, which didn't work. I got cancer anyway. Um, you got ca- wrestling gave you cancer. Yeah, yeah probably. Who knows? Let that's what. Pro- we're, yeah. Put that in the tagline <laughs> description of the podcast. I bet. I bet all the fluorescent tubes that I ate mercury. I'm sure yeah. I did, you know, did something to me. I was just say <laughs> as kids we did uh, we did a lot of the backyard wrestling, which is less. Oh re- yeah. Less wrestling and more. Let's smack a chair over your back and then it's gang fighting is what it is. Yeah, Get but, a rusty but, nail in the back. Yeah. yeah. But but we used to break anytime we had the those those two lights. They would just get broken over somebody's back, like, yeah. like just, just for the fun of it. Like, that, yeah. just, that just happened. Like, Yeah, we used to, we used to, what I used to try to do is open them up, take the little metal thing off, and, and then wash them. out that too. <laughs> and we were hardcore. Yeah. Uh, hung out with New Jack too much. No, we would, we would pull, we would pull the end off and then try to clean the inside and put baby powder in it. So that way it wasn't as much so of that look, mercury yeah, powder. Yeah. It didn't do shit. It was still all in there, caked yeah. in. But it's still in the glass, and yeah. But we thought There's we were mercury in the fucking baby powder, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, we, we thought we were being so smart, but I'm like, oh, we're just stupid. We're just fucking morons. But no, I did all that stupid shit. I did all the like, you know, landing on cactuses and broken beer bottles and thumbtacks, and you know, and uh, I did all that. Another thing you do that that is, seems very impressive is you make and now I may fuck up um, the terminology, but you make like. Like cosplay costumes and yep. different kind, like yep. some of the, the the stuff you make is like elaborate and 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 amazing. Like, no, thank you. Some of the hats are, I'm like, holy fuck. And there's another thing where people will be like, um, you know, they'll ask you, hey, can can you make one like like this, but like for fifty dollars? You're like, that's that's a three hundred dollar fucking hat, or yeah, like, I can't even get the the material for fifty dollars. Right. Like, and there's another one where you're killing kind of, but the the stuff you make, I mean, I've I've only seen the pictures of it. That you, so we've been friends on social media for for a while now. Yeah, yeah. we've crossed paths a couple times, but yep. but it, but it's it's been mostly. How many times media. have you crossed swords? Not enough, yeah. but I'm, I'm working on that. So yeah. I invited him on the that's podcast. Why, <laughs> is that oh, why you got that the... dinosaur costume? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what this was. Is a giant trap. I'm... Uh, here's some Bud Light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 
but I mean, I, I can't like you have so many, like so so many hustles, like, and but I feel like everything you're doing is just stuff you want to be doing. Yeah, I I that's the fucking greatest. Yeah, I'm I decided a long time ago, uh, when I was in college, I decided that I uh I didn't want to punch an alarm clock. I hated the idea of an alarm clock. Yeah, Troy's not good with alarm clocks. Yeah. No, I miss this podcast twice a month. <laughs> His alarm doesn't go off all the time. <laughs> but I've just learned that I didn't want to be under the thumb of anybody, and I wanted to make my own You wanted rules. to be under their actual human body. Right, right. Yeah. Get pinned and get paid for it. <laughs> Naked. Um, yeah, well, Half that depends. That depends. Three quarters. Listen, that depends on the person. <laughs> that depends on the price. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. You got to pay a lot for me to get naked to get pinned, first of all. How, how much you got on your Troy? Probably no. how, how much you got? Uh, yeah. Do you take? How much <laughs> you got? I don't do the apartment wrestling thing. That's a whole other genre. Uh, um, that's actually the only kind. Damn it. All right. So we're all set with you then. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no, I just decided I wanted to live my own life and do my own thing. But I realized to do that, you just got to hustle. And I can, I make my own money. I make, I'm my own boss. I do all my own things, but it's super stressful because you never know. Where it's going to work. Where cash, cash is coming, coming right. from. Yep. The, the rate at which it's You know, you're in. a musician. Yeah. You deal with that shit. Well, no, nah, I mean, he, he plays music-ish. He's not a musician. Like, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will He's in the indie circuit. You. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, back to the uh, the Marquee Theater thing. How much How much does that cost? It's a free show. Oh. All of our shows at the Marquee are free. I, yes. can, I can afford that. Troy, yeah, just come in and buy booze. And I did spend I did spend forty dollars on beers at the Flynn the other night, so I'm kind of bankrupt here until, <laughs> until Friday. <laughs> oh, I do want to thank you. So uh, after last week's uh, episode, we went over to the puppy. We saw a little nibbler over there, and uh, and uh, Troy and little little nibbler were nice enough to uh, play some of those pull off tickets, and they got a lot of the winners. I mean, a lot of the losers out of the way, so I can just swoop right in. He you, he asked me to go in too with him, and I was like, "No, nah, man." I was like, "I can't spend more than twenty bucks on this today." You could have been halves. I could have been halves. I put in fifty bucks. I won six fifty. First, one of the first ones to pull off hundred fifty bucks, and he's like, oh. "Like he's like, oh, congratulations!" But his face yeah, did he's not. Like, he's so, <laughs> he so needs that money at that yeah. point in time. He's and just then, seeing you win. Then, <laughs> I a little bit more, five hundred, and he's like. His face. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> I don't know how I'm paying rent this month, I but know, I hope but... I'm glad. I yeah. just I just know I had a lot of cocaine. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> but the funniest thing is, so we were there for a while before we were playing, and there was a, there was a girl sitting next to me with a, with a partner, with a husband or something like that. After I won, she's like, "Oh, I I feel like I I I recognize you." I'm like. I've been sitting here for two hours. That's probably why you recognize me. <laughs> now she recognizes you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you the guy who paid for my drinks here today? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she she keeps going. She's like, no, from before now. I'm like, I don't know. You didn't say anything before I won $650 or whatever. The button, the buttons on her Target blouse did yeah. become much more loose. And, 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 then, and then she's like, no, really, where did I know you from? I'm like, do you watch a lot of porn? And she's like... <laughs> No, I my husband say that. I heard you say that. <laughs> she was all like, "What?" The? I'm like, "Fucking leave me alone, bitch!" Like, like, fuck off. Yeah, and she was not. It wasn't like she was a friendly, casual bar. Yeah, yeah. She it was. was a, a, she was a total asshole until she, he won money. Yeah, she, I'm yeah, not like it's like the worst. Like I made a joke at at Jillian, and she's like, "Jillian is a sweetheart, and she works hard here, and you need to be nice to her." And I was like, 
I was like, fuck off. She just told me she spit in my prime rib. Like, I'm going <laughs> to sass her back. But I, I also fucked up. I'm like, eating prime rib at the spang puppy. You think I'm the fucking code of moral righteousness here? Like, <laughs> I have zero standards. I, I also, like, so I'm not used to playing those tickets. And uh, oh, I, actually, I, I'm not used to winning as much. So at 6.50, I'm like, oh, to make it easy, you guys keep 50 bucks. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And then I, I got a vibe that I was fucking shortchanging them. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I asked Eric. I'm like, Eric. Did I shortchange him? He's like, technically, it should have been sixty-five dollars. Ten percent. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't know it was a ten percent. Like I thought it was just throw, they, throw them something. They should really, in your defense, they should really have a sign up because there's people that don't play those often. Like like Mrs. Greg, we went in one time. She didn't tip them anything. She didn't know. Yeah, she doesn't play them all the time. She doesn't know the the. But I, I, I so in, in my head, I, I I didn't do any math. I was like, hey, they should be because you couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, they should be happy to get fifty bucks. Fifty bucks is still great. <laughs> but then once Little Number told me that, I was like. I'm like, you know what? Here's an extra 20 bucks for you guys. I actually, though, so in your defense, and I don't do this often, you were not an annoying asshole who was sitting in there playing tickets all day and then not tipping them anything. You got one round of 50. So, like, she had made 50 bucks for about 35 seconds of work. There were $2 tickets, too, so it was 25 tickets. Right. So, like, so to be to be fair to, to you, fair. yeah, she wasn't babying you with tickets for three hours, right? You but, know what I mean. Is, but then towards the end, so whatever my bill came, to, I, I ended up buying a couple rounds of drinks. Yes, thank you very much. And um, wait, I left before he bought drinks. I waited for you to leave before I. Yeah, before he, I <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, he's gone. I'll buy because you've seen me wait, drink wait, before. Oh wait, how about how about Eric? Be like. Yeah, I'm going to take care of Polly and uh, Troy's uh, whole tab, not Rev. Eric bought <laughs> me two, and you bought me one. And, and he bought himself seven. I didn't. I actually didn't. I broke out my card and I was all set. Like nice. I was all covered. I didn't even have to pay when I went over there. But anyway, so so I I threw him the extra twenty dollars, which which makes it seventy bucks. So I was over the sixty five, and then my my tab was fifty eight dollars something like that. So I left or no, fifty two dollars something like that. So I, I left sixty bucks. I needed a twenty dollar uh, broken up, and uh, she's like, "Do you want this twenty broken or or or?" Or what? Um, or or do we keep it? I'm like, you know what? You can keep it. She's like, that's a high tip. I'm like, I just won 650 bucks. I tried shortchange and you're like, keep the fucking tip. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was trying to shortchange anybody. No, but that was good. Thank you. Thank you for getting all those. You're so my welcome. Way. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I did cry the entire way home. But what, what happened though? Because that was that fishbowl that they keep all the, the tickets in was overflowing. And then like, I mean, before we left, there was nothing in there. They must put something in there to to make it no, look more no. full. So people what, literally go in there that, and spend paychecks. Oh, nope, yeah. not not true. Yeah, well, it yeah. is that is true. But so the <laughs> puppy, the puppy does it so that people do burn through them. That is very yes. true. The puppy does it so that the bowls are assigned to people. Oh yeah, the shift the workers. Yes. Oh, they switch out. So bowls. when you yes. switch out, I forgot about shifts, that part. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm like, wait a minute. There's no way we went through that. Yeah. So when um Antoine came in yeah. the it got changed out for his from the ah. previous day so that he gets the tips off of that. And then the, right. you know what I mean? Uh, I so like, if you come in and like all the winners were taken in your, but just, it's luck of the draw, you know what I mean? It, sh- it should be. I mean, but the, you know, wicked wings does it like that. They have, a bin, they have a bin and whoever sells it, sells it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, again, I, I don't play those a whole lot, but I always tip Kelsey extra because people are always flirting with her. And by, is I'm that people, a reason to tip somebody? people. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so can we can we throw on some WWE theme song music? I have some questions for Pierre. 
Would that right. be on Spotify? Probably. Yeah, oh yeah, just do WWE themes. I've got questions. Like I assume you're like, I mean, talking to you today, you're yeah. you're like a mega fan, so that you're yeah. gonna you're gonna breeze through these, I yeah. think. But at first, I kind of was like going media, middle of the line. Yeah. Like trivia, but yeah, um, yeah, and you know, just it's, a nice low volume, like it, like it's sultry, like uh, audio. So he's thing. gonna guess the theme? No, um, well, that could have been I fun think, too. Doesn't it? Does no, it I have say? questions. I just wanted this to set right. the bed for. Um. I mean, if you can I guess I like the Rick theme. Flair. Uh, Ric Flair's more my type. This is Roman Reigns. Yes. Uh, this is head of the table. All right. At what pay-per-view did The Undertaker make his debut? Uh, that was Survivor Series in 91? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are the two members of the Rock and Sock Connection? Oh, God. The Rock and Mick. I have a great, uh, I have a great story about Mick Foley, but that's oh, all. Oh yeah, other. I need to hear it. Yeah, um, I brought, I brought Mick Foley's books. I brought, I, hate to say I brought it. him to Walmart here in Williston back in '98 when he won the title as Mankind. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, but I have a whole thing on that. But anyway, yep. Uh, who did John Cena face in his debut match? His debut, and it was an open challenge. Oh, that was the Kurt Angle gimmick, mm-hmm. ruthless aggression. Yep. Uh, the name of the tag team featuring Road Warriors, Hawk, and Animal. Oh, God. The Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. You can call them whatever you want. Ugh. Four members of the McMahon family. Oh, God. Shane, Stephanie. Uh, well, I mean, well, now that's a that's tricky. Vince, you should, you Shane, Stephanie, and then Paul, technically, Triple H, because he's married in. And then there's also, I don't remember the granddaughter's name, but. Uh, well, who's the, who's Linda, the wife? Linda, yeah, Linda. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But I, it's like, it depends on who you're. Yeah. All right. Uh, first two women to main event Monday Night Raw. Oh, God. First two. I could give you the date if that's helpful. Yeah, like, give me a date. 12 06 2004. 2004, first wow. Raw? To headline? Do you say, I'll oh, do yeah, it? First women to main event Raw. To main event Raw. Sable and. No, I don't, I don't know that one. Lita and Trish Stratus. Oh, Lita and Trish. That makes sense. Yep. Two superstars who have beaten The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Oh, God. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. The only two. Only father son tag team in WWE history. Rob, uh, Dominic and Ray. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on screen profession of superstar Doink. The clown. Yeah. So let me. I, I got. I have a. I have a. I have something about Doink. All right. Man. I have a. I have a. Tell dr- me about your Doink. I have. Yeah. I have. It's, a, it's stuck in an inflatable T Rex. So, so a couple things. One. One. I've been Doink the clown on an indie show. What? Yeah. Um. Uh, there are nine million Doink the Clowns. Everyone rips that gimmick off, even though even though the originator's dead. You know what? Uh, hey, wait, wait, yeah. There's no joke. Pierre was Doink the Clown at the uh, at the fair in the dunk tank. Boink <laughs> 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 so, the Doink. Yeah, so when yeah, that guy comes back, yeah, it enters the uh, the Royal Rumble. That's not actually no, Doink. The original was Matt Bourne, uh, who died. And oh, then, from the Born Identity yeah, series. Yeah, right. Well, uh, Matt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no, Matt was the original Undertaker. Uh, was the original Undertaker. Uh, original Doink. And then he got fired, and they had uh, Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn Brawler, was uh-huh. Doink at one point. Uh, Ray Apollo was another one. They had like seven or eight Doinks. That's amazing. So then they <laughs> after. Matt died. Wait, wait he said seven or eight doinks and Troy's like, that's amazing. I just And on the indies, every fucking guy who could find a knockoff doink costume would do it because the WWE could not have royalties on a clown gimmick like that. They couldn't keep it as their own. 
because it's like Bozo the Clown. Right. It was they didn't trademark it they, back then. They never did a full trademark on it. So people are doing it, and you just have to change the name a little bit, like Doink the Evil Clown, or you know, the Clown Doink, whatever. And so I was a I was Doink on the Indies at one point for a show. I mean, they had a suit and it was way too small for me, but I wore it anyway. I'm like, I don't do any of the doink shit. Right. I was like, why? Do you, I don't do the butt drop off the top rope. And they're like, ah, right, that's whatever. That's the one thing right. you kind of have to do. Right. And I was like, and he's like, well, that's okay. You're still just put you in the clown suit and just go out and squirt a flower in people's face and be goofy. <laughs> and I did it, but it was still shitty. But yeah, so I my dream is to find every shitty doink on the indie circuit and put them in one battle royal. That would be I want to have a I want to have a doink battle the, royal. The doink with <laughs> all the, and some of them. If you if you look up, you want to have some fun. Go on Google and look up bad doink the clown costumes, indie wrestling or bad doink the clown wrestling. You will find hundreds of the worst knockoffs of doink. The and clown. people are like, that's the real one. And people will buy into it for like ten minutes. So now so that's, that's the original doink. That's like the legit shit. And you got to go deep into the wait, indie wait, dives. Wait. Did you mean Badoink costumes? Yeah, <laughs> Badoink. Did you mean Badoink? <laughs> Badoink. That's a whole different. Yeah, I think you got to put in indie wrestling. Yeah, you have to put in wrestling. Doink the Clown uh, indie wrestling. You'll probably find a bunch of them because there's they're all over the place. So now it's like, who can be the cheesiest, worst doink yeah. out there? Yeah. They, they got, well, this is just, shopping. We yeah, go. shopping. Yeah, shopping, not on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to buy one. You're going to go on images. Yeah, Paul's joining the videos there. There's oh, wait, there's one. Go down. Wait, wait. This is Third, images. One, yeah, they, but there. So there's a knockoff doink uh, right there. Oh, but someone, <laughs> there were people in that gym that were like, this is the yeah, guy. Yeah, people that, show up thinking they're going to see Doink the Clown, and it's the fucking local indie janitor. This looks like, like the uh, the costumes you used to get when you were kids for Halloween that had the plastic mask yes. on top of the plastic yeah. suit that you wore. Yeah. yeah. No, but if you look around, there's a lot of like bad doink. You you can take hours and find the worst doink. There's a the and like not the right makeup and oh they're terrible. I've been on so many Matt shows with bad doinks and wrestled so <laughs> I've wrestled so many bad doinks. It's not even funny. <laughs> anyway, amazing. Uh, yeah. Have you seen this? Uh, have you seen this John Cena? Um, Public service announcement? Yes. Yeah. It's actually quite good. Yeah. yeah. Patriotism. There's a word thrown around a lot. It inspires passionate debate. It's worn like a badge of honor and with good reason. I'm going to be really disappointed if Doink the Clown doesn't run out and like smack him in the <laughs> face. Well, what's <laughs> funny is sure. he's like, a horrible match. They, they put him in all this shit and he was never a Marine. It's not like he, he was in a movie and now they the act, Marine. Right. And they act like he's a real Marine. Like, I mean, he looks like one. Right. Oh, do, you, do you know the name of John Cena's OVW character? Oh, God, I wrestled with him as Prototype. Prototype, yeah. yeah. And uh, Batista's was... Uh, Leviathan. Uh, Leviathan, yeah. yeah. There's See, that was those those that was when I knew all those guys. Very was when cool. they were coming up from OVW. And I was on the only indie show that John Cena was on when he had his WWE run as champion when Vince McMahon showed up. Really? Yeah, it was in Mass. It was for uh it was for the Newberry Fire Department where he's from. It was a fundraiser. His dad put it together. And John was on the show as a special guest ref. And then all of a sudden we're all in the back locker room and there's a there's a limo outside and we thought it was John's limo. And I'm shooting the, shooting the shit with John and with his dad and super nice. And, um, you know, I knew his dad for years. And then all of a sudden we're all sitting in the back. I was in the, one of the opening tag matches, like third match in or whatever. And we're all sitting there taking our boots off and we turn to the right and Vince McMahon is walking into the locker room 
And we're like, what the fuck is that? And he's just walking by everybody. And we're like, like, where's my doink costume? Is that that Vince McMahon? (laughs) And he like quickly shakes hands, but he goes to the ring and does a spot in the ring with John Cena, where John Cena FUs him, like does the FU to him in the ring on an indie show. It was the only indie show that John Cena and Vince McMahon had ever been on. After their W, after John went to WWE, so that that total divas reality show really painted John Cena to be a real asshole. But I kind of get the impression no. that that's not true. No, I've known John for years. He's one of the nicest guys I ever met. He seems like a I've, super nice dude. You, yeah. you, did, you did some stand up, or you you somehow worked with uh, uh, King Kong Bundy, Chris. Oh or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris and I did a lot together. Chris was one of my favorite guys on the road. Like, yeah. but a lot of people thought he was a total asshole. I mean, uh, that was his persona. Yeah, like, but he, rest, rest in peace, Chris, you big fuck. But yeah. uh, but that, he was, that, that's, he was, how, that's how good he was. Yeah. Like, like, if you were a good heel back in yeah. the day, like, you people thought you were a total asshole, yeah. and that, that was great. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal. I rode with him a lot. I wrestled him a lot because I was big enough that I looked like I could beat him. Yeah. yeah. And it made him look good because when they put him in with little guys on the indies, it looked like shit. People still popped because it was Bundy. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't give that, like, extra, like, strength to it so when it was a big dude who looked like you could take him and then i got my ass kicked by him it was better for him and it made more money and i made more money so yeah. i was always happy to work it's with him. interesting though because so like the undertaker in that documentary said he he prefers working with like a Shawn michaels ray mysterio right. type right because it makes him look like a fucking right badass. well and as a big guy i like where i prefer working little guys mm-hmm. like on, on a regular like if i'm gonna wrestle yeah. wrestle i want to work a smaller guy so we can do more when you get two big guys, you ain't throwing each other around. Like, right. you know. You get he, one big spot, and that's right. it. You and, but, get the WrestleMania three body slam, right. and that's the But finish. for Bundy, for Bundy, it was awesome on the indies because people just wanted to see him. But when it was little kids, like little dudes wrestling him, it was obvious. Like, there was no chance he might lose. Right. And they wanted to have a little bit of that suspense. So people were like, oh, shit, Bundy might lose this match. It's kind of like when you take an indie guy or you take a big name and you put him on a show. And it's almost like the Globetrotters taking on the Washington Generals. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you know was, that they're going to show up and they're going to just trounce whoever. But if it looks like there's a chance that might not happen, it gets the crowd more into it, mm-hmm. which then spikes your sales at intermission. People buy more shit. So, so, so you've done bouncing. I'm, 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 oh God, yeah. I'm guessing you you've done some actual you know, fighting or altercations yep. outside. Would you rather a little guy or a big guy? Oh, that's a good question. Um. Little guys are like chihuahuas, uh, so they're easier to throw around, but they're also way more scrappy, and big guys blow up easier. Yeah. So, and they and usually little guys don't really want to fight. They just want to act like they want to fight, or then they, but if you push them too far, then they have to prove themselves. Big dudes don't really want to fight at all. They just want to act intimidating, and then when you get in front of them, they don't really want to get hit. That's what I find. So I, I find little guys, when you back them in a corner, they're going to fucking sucker punch you and then run away. And you're, right. you you got to try to wrestle them. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. I'd rather a big guy that I know doesn't really want to throw down that would rather just intimidate you or whatever. Right. He wants, he wants to do the like biker brow beat and get you <laughs> and to back down. Also the bigger guys I find, you know, unless anybody's got any training, but if it's just your drunken bar guy, they're going like, to, if they're coming with a fucking haymaker, they're going to announce it. So you see, oh, it, yeah. you see it coming. Yeah. I like that. The little guys are so fast. Like, you don't always get to see it. Like they'll punch you in the face like three times. They're not gonna do a lot of damage, but no, it still sucks to get punched in the face. Yeah, it does. It's horrible. I, I use um, I use something I learned a long time ago. It's called hillbilly mace. I don't know if you ever done this, but as a bouncer, the greatest trick in the world. Um, and I'm you just this, piss on them. No, this <laughs> now this is Black a pro, pro tip, everybody. Pro tip: if you're a bouncer, 
and you want to get away with uh, easy way to a take no somebody dog out. required exclusive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I learned Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. I learned this from a bouncer that trained me years and years ago. He carries Preparation H, a tube of it in his pocket, and he has it slightly uncapped. I thought he was just happy to see me. Yeah, well, it could be, but and what he always did, and he did it to me to prove a point. And he's like, oh, we'll, we'll flush your eyes after, but I'm going to show you. While the guy is like talking, he's got one hand in his pocket and he's covering his hand in preparation H. And as soon as that guy's getting aggressive, he just rakes it across his eyes, into his eyes. Preparation H immediately dehydrates and dries out. It's trying to shrink. So it dries out all the water in your eyes. So that you're immediately, your eyes shut and like they burn and you can't see. And he just did that. And then when they're like that, you just grab them and throw them out. Yeah. And they, and they'd sit outside going, what's going on? Like, freaking out about their eyes. Especially if they have contacts. Yeah. Oh, shit. they have to shrivel all up. Yeah. That's a whole different ballgame yeah. right there. So his hillbilly mace was one of those, like, it, it was a guaranteed way to shit, take man. somebody Vic, out. Vic's vapor rub would work Same on idea. Yeah. He used Preparation H, so that's what I use. I, I always carried. But he did it. He's like, I'll prove it. And I, I grabbed him, and he did it to my eyes, and I was out. I mean, I'm a big dude. I can handle myself. And I was literally like, oh, my God. I was, like, rolling around holding my eyes. And he's like, yeah, now I got your arm. Like, have, yeah, if you can't you, see. Have yeah. you been maced? Oh, God, yeah. 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 So uh, is it comp- comparable? Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Same idea. So, it's just cheaper and it's quicker to get because you, you can get it really in there. And then the problem is because it's a clean cream, the more you try to wipe it out, yeah, you're the more it you're worse. pushing it in. Yeah. 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 No, I got maced when I used to be a security guard and we had to get maced to uh, yeah, you know, you I, know, carry. I, you know, I, I, I've been there too. Like, yeah. I've been mazed. I've been tased, and I'm like, "Yep, we did that I, too." I, I would I, a thousand times. I'd rather be tased than mazed. Yeah, yeah. May, I actually mazed didn't really bother me that much. It was uh, all right. I, yeah. I I hate the crying. I hate the, my nose. My nose starts running. I can't. Dude, why do you keep breathe. watching? Because of Win Dixie. Like, stop, <laughs> stop fucking texting me at two a.m. on Saturdays. I don't even know what that is. I don't even to cry. <laughs> What's because of Win Dixie? He owns seventeen copies of Marley and Me. <laughs> that, now that one got that one gets me. That, that you've gone too far now. I Listen, I cry when I watch say anything. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, so don't don't hate, don't hate. So you watch. Speaking of watching, you watch Beef. Yeah, I think I, I think I only have like an episode left. Beef's good. It's really good, <laughs> and it is a dark comedy. There's a lot of funny shit in there. Yeah. So like when he's going to meet the, he's going to meet the girl in Vegas or whatever or something, or she says come over. And then the next scene is like he's shaving his pubes. There's a bunch of pubes all over the toilet because he's going over to. His... I was laughing. I thought this was funny stuff. I, mean, I don't is know. Is that what inspired the haircut? <laughs> no. <laughs> but this did this did need to be done here. No, I thought that was great. We're watching Florida Man on Netflix right now, which is I don't know. I, I like it says it's a limited release series, but each episode is like an hour long. But it feels like they just. I think I told you about this last time we were. Yeah, it yeah. feels like they, they, they just cram in every Florida man headline. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but like, that's now part of the story. Have you seen this? Yes. Like, I just started watching it myself. It, 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 it's great. But I'm just like, oh, yeah. Man, you know, the, 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 the whole shark scene, it's like, do they just like, are they just stealing headlines and, you know, writing a story around these? Because it's not based on reality at all. But but it's good. But but I thought beef was good. But I I'm into uh, the newest season just dropped uh, on, yeah. on Better Call Saul. So this is good radio. Is it too? Oh, Nacho dies. Yes. 
So I so I I I remember watching Better Call Saul when it first came out, and then I stopped watching it, and then so I, then I rewatched it from the beginning. So in my head, I thought Nacho was from uh, Breaking Bad. So I was like, he's untouchable. When he died, I was like, wait, wait, no, <laughs> he's a good, he was a good character. Like, too. Oh yeah, Better Call Saul is a prequel to Big. Yeah, Breaking but, but, but but I remember seeing it a long time ago because I I watched that earlier on, but. So I'm like, oh, he. So, but in my head, I was like, no, he's in Breaking Bad, so he's not going anywhere. But I'm like, I don't know how he's going to get out of this mess he's in because there's, there's, the odds are not in his favor. Yeah. I'm like, if he gets out of this, like it's fucked up. And then he died. I'm like, what? <laughs> what just happened here? Oh, you just wait. Oh, I, oh, I, 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 I how far are you? He just died. Like I, I literally, I, that's the it, episode I there's watched. There's another shocking one that you're not going to see coming. Oh, <laughs> so Mike's not going to die because Mike's in fucking uh, in Breaking Bad. Yes, he <laughs> dies at the end of Breaking Bad. So. Yeah, yeah. So, and obviously. Uh, I hope John Cena Sr. has seen all these shows. Or he's going to be like, <laughs> fucking heck. <laughs> well, apparently the, these shows, this show's old anyway. It's from t- 2012. So, yeah. yeah. So, Speaking of that. So, what is the statute of limitations on what? like? On spoilers. Spoiler alert, yeah. So I was watching uh, the new Ted Lasso. I don't watch much TV, but it just sounds like I watch a, a fucking lot. It's all you talk about. Yeah. But this latest episode, they're in Amsterdam, and I'll be in Amsterdam next week. That's crazy. So I'm like, so the two people that I'm going out there with, I'm like, I don't know what we want to do. There's like a Van Gogh museum, and we kind of rolled, rolled that out. But they, on Ted Lasso, they went to the Van Gogh museum. There's a sex museum. I think we're going to hit the sex museum. Which is gonna be weird because it's it's more more cultural than the Van Gogh Museum. <laughs> Much more. Wait, wait, wait. The weirdest part about it <laughs> is I'm going with two people that I work with at the airport. One of them is my supervisor, and they're all gung ho about the sex museum. Which I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm whatever. But it's just weird if you're going with your supervisor, and I don't know him that well. What's like, in a sex museum? Museum like I don't know. Wooden, wooden dildos. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Splinters. What? I, <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, there's we we, we they I, I'll, we collectively rolled out the Anne Frank house, which they went there at the uh, or they, they mentioned it in the uh, in Ted Lasso. But they also went on a bike ride and they went looking for windmills <laughs> because one of the guys didn't think those are real. He's like he's like Amsterdam's like uh like like the Las Vegas. Everything's just fucking fake like windmills. And so they went on a mission to go find some windmills, but. I'm sorry. You rule out the Anne Frank house. You don't want to spend the morning at the sex museum and then roll over hear about some 12 year old being we, killed by Nazis. I think we could tie them in. Like the, I think they're both very close, similar. <laughs> yeah. Similar, like, similar experiences. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm sorry. So n- next week, my, I'm going to, I'm going to England. My son's playing soccer out there. And then, and then I'm meeting up with some friends over in Amsterdam. So, Oh, nice. Oh, but, don't so, chew bubble gum. So I, so yeah. So I heard Eric may be back on the show. Uh, yeah, he's not coming in if you're here, but he'll come in when you're out. Uh, Peter's been, actually going to teach been, him how to give a chair shot so when you come back. <laughs> it's, it's baby steps to getting him back on the show. Oh. He does love doing the show. No, no, yeah, that, that's great. Let's make a list of things Eric loves and then a list of things Eric uh, doesn't. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Like, we, he's trying to get the people that make this, uh, this THC-infused teas uh, tonic. Uh, he's trying to get the one of the guys that's... Uh, head of that company to come in, but I don't. That think guy that doesn't stare. We had a professional wrestler and comedian on, and he's going to bring in a guy who makes beverages. <laughs> well, no, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the funniest thing is, as soon as I got here today, 
And Polly's like, yeah, he's going to get this guy from Tonic in there. I'm like, oh, the band? Yep. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. <laughs> no. I was like, I wish. I love Tonic. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, that guy hasn't even confirmed. I, I don't, th- not that I know of anyway. So who knows? Um, Troy and I went and saw um, Who's Live Anyway at the Flynn, uh, which is the, it, the um, Who's Line Is Anyway improv show, like the live version of yeah. it. It's fucking hilarious. So good. Ryan Styles is fucking amazing. Yeah, like, like, I used to watch that show all the time. Yeah, the, the, I mean the whole cast w- w- was fantastic, but I mean, right? Like one guy in the back, uh, like in the balcony, couldn't hear early on. Every like that just was a reoccurring joke, but it it, it hit every fucking time. Like they changed it up enough. Was he part of the show? No, I, I mean, I mean, maybe it it, it, it didn't come off. It didn't, it didn't come across as as if he was. Then they pulled, again, quote unquote, somebody random out of the audience. It could have been a plant. I don't know. But uh, like the, the, these two people that were doing sound effects, one girl's sound effects were fucking amazing. Were just fucking amazing. Like with their voice? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like basically it's like, okay, they're acting out a scene and, you know, one girl did the, the sound for Ryan Styles, and one girl did the sound for another guy. And I mean, one girl was like doing sounds for everything and killing it the other girl was like didn't know what the fuck she was doing right. vermont yodel that's yeah that's another thing pierre uh so wrestling is one that that, that any anybody thinks you can do you do voiceover work that's another one that, that i think people just think oh i can fucking do that yeah you you there, get a lot of that there, it's there's an art to that though like, there is absolutely it, 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 yeah they it, like somebody will think they can do it and then like they, they just do the same voice for everything like right. cartoon characters like their voice is always the same right yeah or or or, or uh, what i what I what I would see is like people will have maybe they can do a couple voices, but they'll crowbar whatever they can do into that. Where it sounds like like Pierre on the uh, on the promo he did, like that's just his voice, his personality. He knows how to right. tweak tweak it to, yep. to to make it work for Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Yeah, he you know what they want, like yeah, like that's half the thing. Like knowing knowing what they want, what they expect, and, yeah. and what you can deliver. Yeah, I can't. I can't say exactly right now because uh, I did sign an NDA, but I am uh, working on a video we game. We don't have any listeners, so go ahead. You, you can drop it right now. <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't Is this a certain video uh, game that's been in the works for a very long time that people are very excited about? There's a few games that are, people are very excited about. He's the are, voice for Donkey Kong in the original. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm working on one right now, and uh, and it's an interesting. It's my first video game, like big. I've done indies, you know, yeah, indie yeah. video games. This is my first big. Like with a major company where they're sending does this me- company name sh- do this does this company share a name with a certain energy drink no okay no um but I so I'm doing so I'm doing this voiceover work for them and I'm one of the few independents they're using outside of their you know like main studio stuff and so they send me these scripts and I have to record them all at the house send all the audio back and then yeah. get notes and then redo it like when they send me notes like oh. Sometimes I do a live session. They'll actually have somebody like a live director recording me reading, you know, we'll set a time and then they record it live. But most of the time it's just me doing it in my studio. Yeah. And then like the other night I read 22 pages of directions. It was just me saying, go left, go right. You can't go there now. Like yeah, it was that kind of and stuff. And they'll drop all that in and the they, game where And they drop it where be. they need it. Yeah. But I had to sit and do like pages and pages of it so how does this work so do you get do you get paid something 
up front for, for doing this and then you get paid like they settle up the end with, with a difference or every contract is different this one i got paid a flat rate with no back end uh some voiceover work you get a back end so but yeah. but, but but if you've never done the video game before like it, it's not uncommon to get no back end. oh yeah, yeah uh, obviously, obviously you yeah. want the back end right you rather to yeah and by right. back end you mean like if the game does well you get right. more money you get yeah. a percentage off of the sales oh i thought you may get fucked in the ass <laughs> <laughs> That's i mean so whatever well. you're into i'm so i'm so embarrassed now. It's, it's hollywood you know <laughs> you know all weird shit happens but no wait, wait, what's weird about that <laughs> nothing uh but yeah no so it's you know like my this one I got was a flat rate like they paid me a flat rate the downside to that is you do a lot of work that isn't if you actually did a lot about it through the hourly you're not making much on your hourly it's just to get your credit you know like to have a credit in a video game. yeah so so which uh, then gets the door open for other video uh, games sure so so if, if this hits then then yeah. you're like you, you put it on your resume you right and the problem like, is is some of these things i've done never get finished like i've done a lot of voiceover work for random apps and like all this stuff and then they never finish it, and I get paid. I don't care. Yeah, but then but, you get, don't get to use it no, as a credit. I don't get to use it as a credit because it's just I did an app, this geolocating app, like what this company was making, where when you drive, it was gonna set off a geo map and then tell the story of the area. Like so, when like you drive, and I did it for like an upstate New York part where it was about mining in New York, and I did thirty-two different voices on it, like different like characters and telling these stories. And it was this big deal. I got paid pretty well for it. And, and then, here's where I fucking body slammed a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm like, so when does this come out? They're like, oh, we've canceled. Yeah. We're not, we've, we can't, we've hit a, you know, a snafu and we can't do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, shit. Like, I don't get this credit. I did 32 voices on this amazing app. All I have is a paycheck from the company and a couple of like, they sent me samples right, yeah. of my stuff. But I'm like. But it never got published. It was like, damn it. Like, why? Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just did a movie. I was, I was in a movie called The Yorkie Werewolf that's coming oh. out. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's not out yet. It's a, it's, a, it's a fun horror movie. It's really weird. But uh, I was acting in it. And now I'm like, oh, I shouldn't even know. I don't know. I'm hoping it's coming out. <laughs> like, I'm like, shit. They paid me. I showed up. I acted in it. I, I, I have a buddy of mine, um, Adam. He, um, he he's now linked up with Netflix, and he lives in in actually Chicopee, Mass. Yep. But uh, he's down in New York City all the time, and, and anytime they film in New York City, like I swear to God, every show that comes out, he's an extra on there. Yeah. Like I'll be watching random shows, and I'll just see him walk by in the background. I'm like, nobody else is even gonna notice the guy. And I'm like, right. fucking hell. Like, yeah. Like, I have to pause it, take a picture of it, <laughs> send it to him. Like. Fucking stop showing up in these random fucking shows. Yeah. Do they even pay extras? Like, did yeah. they used to pay no, them a hundred bucks or no, something? No, or? no, no. It, it, it's it's come a long way. So in, um, I'm a union guy, and extras get paid fairly well. Yeah, uh, if like, you're union. Um, so so he gets paid. So he, I don't know that he's had a lot of speaking parts yet, but he he gets paid as a speaking part because he, he does do his recites his lines and stuff like that. Yeah. Most of the time they get cut. They, get cut. Yeah, they just don't <laughs> use them. Yeah. But he was in that. There was a Kevin James uh, Netflix show about NASCAR. I forgot the name of it on there. But he was all over the background of that, like because it, it's in like a a guy that owns a you know NASCAR uh, car, and so he's all in, all around in the background, like. And he was like, "Yeah, I, I did a bunch of lines for you know, I was working with Kevin James, whatever." Then you watch the whole series, and he has no lines in there. But he still got paid. The crew, it's called. Yeah, there you go. He still got paid as a, yep. uh, as a 
a one-line speaking extra yeah, or whatever. I've done a bunch of stuff like that where I still, because I'm a union actor, I got my union rate for being in a speaking part, but then they didn't use it, but I still get paid. It yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Like, once you've done it. You did, once they, they you did your you job. Yeah, yeah, I did my job, so I want to get paid for what I got done. Whether they use it or not, yeah. it doesn't matter. You did the work. Right. Well, paid. when I was on Shot of Love with Teal Tequila. um you were uh, on Shot of Love? Yeah, the second season, I was a special guest. You can actually find it online on YouTube. Shot of um, Love. Shot of Love. Um, I believe it's uh, season two. Were you wearing a doink costume? <laughs> no, I was the special guest referee for the Jello wrestling. Oh, that's hot. Um, uh, Shot of Love with Teal Tequila, season two. Um, I think the episode was called Taste Like Candy. It wasn't about oh, me. I miss her. Oh, she's <laughs> I want candy. I, I got so many stories about being on set with her. Um, tastes like it. That's it. And if you go about a few minutes in, if you go in a few minutes in, you'll find like two or a couple minutes, you'll see there's a jello wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Go back a little bit. Yeah. I miss Tila Tequila. She, I'll, you know I mean? no kidding. Yeah, here you go. You can just do it right here. So I was, I was here for a week filming for a shot of love with Tila Where, Tequila. Where's here? This was in uh, California in Van Nuys. Um, this was actually, so funny story, this, this uh, mansion they use in this is the exact same mansion they use for uh, Flavor of Love and all of them. They just repaint them. So while we were doing this, they were painting the other side for Flavor of Love. Uh, they had clocks and green shit. And they're like, that's the other side. Flavor, flavor. <laughs> yeah. But I think they announced me right here. So when was this? This was 2006 or seven. Yeah, they're just announcing the teams, and they announced me in a second here. They've butchered the audio on this so it stays up. Yeah, that's what they did. They did, uh, they did the... Oh, they're still picking their teams. So the... I, so another funny thing about this, all of them were taking various STD medications. <laughs> oh, uh, just so you know. I don't care. The ND, My NDA went up on this like two years ago, yeah, finally, yeah. so I can talk about it. Uh, no, I, yeah. I, I know all about NDAs. Yeah. The NDA, I had an NDA for like 10 years or 12 years I had to sign when I did this. So Here I, we go. Introduce you to <laughs> Wait, Tila Tequila is a neo-Nazi. Yes, she's become a neo-Nazi. Uh, you look badass. You're sitting pretty close to Pierre. I bet you turned into a neo-Nazi too. Nah. Huh. So they cut the shit out of this. They edited it. So they had before this. They had everybody. I was there for a week and I filmed a whole bunch of different stuff and this is all they really clipped it down to. But I used still um, amazing. In the beginning of it, they had everybody hit me with a steel chair and I no sold everybody. And then Tila got up with a wooden chair and hit me and I sold it. And that was the gimmick was like she was the badass. Yeah. Well, she was such a pain in the ass to deal with. <laughs> she she's like she would go to hit me in the back and I'd be like, Tila, just hit me. I'm a professional wrestler. I was a hundred pounds heavier back then. I was like, fucking just hit me in the back as hard as you can. She's like, I don't want to hurt you. I said, you are 80 pounds. I know, right? I said, 300 pound men punch me in the face for a living. You won't hurt me. Well, she wouldn't do it. So finally they bought this shitty breakaway chair for like 300 bucks. Wow. Like a prop chair. And they didn't even use it because it looks so bad. She comes up. Everyone's hitting me really badly with steel chairs. I realized that there's an art to it that 
as wrestlers, we all learn how to swing a chair. No one else knows how. So they're all swinging, hit me in the back in weird places. And I'm still no selling them. And then I say, okay, Tila, show them how it's done. And I hand her this like shitty wooden fake chair. And she hits me on the back and it just crumples before it even touches me. <laughs> oh, so light. The wind and, broke it. And, and literally. <laughs> and I had to sell it. So I fell to the ground and I, I'm like on the ground and I'm like, kick me. I'm like trying to call like we're in wrestling. And I really, she doesn't know. She's not a wrestler. Right. And so she's just staring at me like, what? I'm like, this is, f-. I said to the microphone, I had a headset on. I was like, this is fucking awful. And I, stood, <laughs> I stood up and we finished the whole thing. And then I went in the back and the director said, you did your best, but we probably won't be using any of that. I'm like, yeah. So all that there, none yeah. of that's in here. It's yeah, all no, cut. they cut it all out for just me doing the refing. You know what I mean? And then they filmed me arm wrestling everybody. I think it's on the DVD. If you find the DVDs. Oh, Troy's got it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll bring them over <laughs> right. next time. Yeah. I think it's in the extras, but they had me like arm wrestle everybody and drink with everybody and like do all that kind of shit. How are you with arm wrestling? Oh, I used to be pretty good. I don't know how I am nowadays. So uh, I, 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 so I, I'm with you. I, I was, I was never big on arm wrestling. But I'm a bigger guy, and uh, I, I, people that come up to me now and be like, "Hey, you want to arm wrestle?" I know they really know how to arm wrestle, right? So, so I, I don't want to arm wrestle, them. right? Like most of them are, they have longer forearms and th- they know what they're doing. Like I did, you know, just a handful of times with friends, like nothing, right. nothing serious. People that come up to me now and want to do it, like they're passionate about it, right? And it's all technique. They're, yeah, so like, so they're gonna beat me because they know the technique, right? Uh, and so, like, I, I try to explain. It, I'm like, that's not a that's not a uh, measure of, of strength. I mean, strength obviously plays plays right. a role in it, but it, but technique is is, right. is 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 the biggest thing about that. But I remember, like, at, at, at one of my one of my jobs. Okay, I'm one of ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like this, this twenty eight year old kid comes up and he's like, "You look a big guy and you got big forearms. Let's arm wrestle." I'm like, "No, I, I have no desire to arm wrestle you." I thought you were gonna say you wanted to jerk you off or to have him jerk him off or something. <laughs> so I'm like, "Let's compromise." You got big forearms. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's compromise. You do a lot of jerking off. Don't How, you? Uh, let's compromise. Ooh. How about you jerk me off instead? Uh-huh. And so we did that, and we're yeah. best of friends. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. No, I'm like, listen, to, like. I, I don't need to prove myself to you. Like you're going to beat me. Like, just, we'll just leave it at that. Like I'm good with that. Like, I don't, I don't need to fucking break my arm for you to prove yourself. You're right. arm wrestler. Me. Yeah. You want to throw down? All right. <laughs> Let's sing a different song here. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, you have more questions. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's got a whole list. I do. Uh, so, uh, this one, I just named the, like named, it's like the nickname and could you, he's going to crush it. Yeah. He's an encyclopedia. Probably. I even love some him. softballs here. <laughs> You're pissing me right. off now. The game. Uh, Triple H, yeah. The animal. Uh, oh, George the Animal Steel. My or favorite Batista, wrestler. Batista, either one. Batista. Yeah, yeah, George Animal Steel is my favorite Ra- wrestler. Ravishing. Oh, Rick Rude. Heartbreak Kid. Shawn Michaels. Million Dollar Man. Ted DiBiase. I knew these. Yeah. Rated R Superstar. Oh, Edge. Hollywood. Hulk Hogan. Big Papa Pump. Oh, Scott Steiner. The Samoan Bulldozer. Uh, Umaga. Or... Uh, um, Umaga used it for a while, and then uh, I don't know who else used it. It's um, Umaga. It was was Umaga, but they had another one, too. Nature Boy? Oh, Ric Flair, Jesus. Or or Nature Boy, (laughs) Buddy Landell, (laughs) depending on... American Dream? Oh, Dusty Rhodes, Daddy. And American Nightmare. Oh, Cody Rhodes, okay. All right, those Uh, are... So, I have a great Dusty story. I'm ready. Um, I'll throw this one out there. Uh, I met 
I met Dusty a bunch of times on the Indies. When you do Indies, you meet all the legends. I wrestled a lot of the old guys, you know, on the Indies, and you get to hang out with them. And Dusty one time, I remember, oh, Dusty Daddy, uh, he was sitting in the back, and he was the nicest guy I've ever met for wrestling. Like, he talked to everybody, gave you great advice. And he's sitting in the back of a show. He was a legend show where he was signing autographs. He wasn't wrestling. He was just signing autographs, and he was in the wrestling. back talking to all the boys. And so I'm sitting in the back and I was changing my boots and uh, it's, he created a thing in the business we call the pay window. He was always the one when you had to get paid by the promoter, Dusty would go, Dusty got to go to the pay window, daddy. And he Bitch. was, he was the guy who made it. He was like, I'm going to the pay window, daddy. And uh, so he's sitting in the back and I'm sitting next to him and I'm taking off my boots. I forgot he was sitting there. Like I literally forgot. And uh, yeah, I said, oh, oh. Oh, big Pierre, I got to go to the pay window, daddy. And, I, and he turned and looked at me. He goes, are you doing me? And I was like, <laughs> I, was like uh, yeah. I bet you get that a lot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. They don't really know for sure. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Is it in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that ain't true. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he goes, I said, yeah. Oh, sorry. I told you. He goes, that's okay, but you got to do it right. And he stood up and he goes, Pierre got to go to the pay window, daddy. Where is it? And he does like a promo, like <laughs> in the back. He cuts like a two minute promo on me, like doing the day window. And I was laughing so hard. And then he was like, now go get your money. And he sat back down. It was, he was just such a great, one of my favorite like legends to meet. Right, yeah. who's, like, who's like the biggest name you've ever wrestled with? Who you've oh ever God, with? I've wrestled. Let me see. I thought you said the biggest name he's ever met. He was going to mention me, but you said <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> with. That's yeah, well, we'll leave that for later. <laughs> um, wrestling wise. Let me see. I mean, I've wrestled all the eighties guys, you know, like honky tonk man. Uh, Jimmy Snuka, um, Tony Atlas, uh, Tito Santana, Tito Santana, wrestled Tito, Tito, um, uh, Nunzio, Tommy Dreamer. My biggest names for like that everyone would know. I love Tommy Dreamer. I wrestled Tommy Dreamer, and, Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, and Just Incredible in wow. one match. We were in a, a match together. That's awesome. Um, that was probably my biggest like everyone would know names like right. you know like oh from recent era. Yeah. But the 80s guys, I wrestled half of the 80s guys. Just incredible. Uh, Lance Storm, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. how, how do you feel about, why am I drawing a blank on his name now? Who's the guy, the YouTube guy, just was in the newest Logan Paul. Paul. How do you Logan feel Paul. about Logan Paul? You know what? That guy has a lot of fucking potential. Like, I watch his matches, and I'm like, he's a natural. Like, as a wrestler watching wrestling, I don't watch wrestling like most people watch wrestling. Right. It's like, different. Like you, watch you analyze it. Yeah, yeah right. I watch it from, like, a perspective of if I was in the ring, like, yeah. how it looked. And he has, for a guy who just started, mm -hmm. and he's been training hard, you can tell he's putting the work in wherever he's training. I think he's, I forgot who he's training with. Um, but he has natural ability. He knows where to stand. He knows how to place himself in the ring safely. He knows how to the showman. Yeah, and he knows how to play it up, and he knows how to hit things safely. He gets huge heat. Yeah, too. he's huge. I I think he is a he's one of the ones that I'm actually like. Yeah, it makes sense. I've never had an issue with like celebrities jumping into wrestling because right. it's a carnival. It's a circus. I get it. It's a gimmick. But you no, know, I'm with you too. But if celebrities want to come in there and they want to just go in there and make a show of it and not take it seriously, fuck them. Right. I, I texted Troy when I was watching the uh, WrestleMania when when he was on there, and I was like, "This fucking guy's legit." Like, yeah, he, he's fucking. No, he's a he's, he's already an athlete. He already worked with he worked with Rollins though. Right. Who's arguably him and AJ Styles are, are who yeah. I would say the best in the, in right. the business right now. Right. Acrobatics um, and shit they fucking yeah. do. It's like holy. No, fuck. Logan Paul is a solid wrestler, and he's going to be if he stays with it long term. 
he's got a great career and he's a natural at it. Like um, some guys get into the ring and they're not naturals and they can learn it. But some people just never get it, yeah. especially on the celebrity side. I, I, you was, know. I would say he, he's already got the celebrity following. So yeah. so like like he, he can play that up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, and I, he's, he's a natural athlete. I, I, he, I didn't want to like like I, right. I, I didn't want to like him. Like I, I'm like this fucking guy. And yeah. I watched him like. Dude, he brought it. Like, I'm yeah. not, you can't, you can't. I say think that. he's one of those guys similar to Rogan that he just like, people deemed him the asshole. And once he, he was like, yep, now this is my personality right. trait. That's and he just like leaned hard into yep. it. And that's what you have to do with that stuff. That's how you make it. You know, you have to buy, sell into whatever it is. But no, he's a really good, he's even Bad Bunny. Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny was impressive. Bad Bunny for, I, I, I don't have any interest in his music. That, that's Polly's favorite. Yeah, that's right your bad there. bunny. Yeah, that's your favorite. <laughs> I, I totally yeah. don't even know who it is. He's uh, lying right now. He's uh, we're gonna. There's another room in here that's just all bad bunny. I thought it was somebody else, and it's yeah. not. It's so, a rap guy. So what? what so it's I don't know if he is. He's Spanish. I don't know if he's rap. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hip hop. It's like a hip hop yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So I I got offered a free place to stay and free VIP tickets to Coachella, and I was like, fuck yeah! And then I look at the lineup. I'm like, I'm too old for this. I, I know five of the acts and only two of them I'm interested in right. seeing. Right. I've done that too. I've I've had offers to go hang out at like, play. I'm like, I don't, I'm none of these. Like, I, I have no but interest. I was so excited. I'm like, fuck yeah. And I look at the lineup. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I feel like it's a, that's a lot of burnout for People nothing. are just going to stare at me and be like, who's this fucking old guy right. over They're here? They're going to all think you're a narc. Yeah, They're yeah, just going to yeah, think yeah, you're yeah, there yeah. to bust them. Yeah, like, yeah, that's like, all you're there for. I'm like, huh. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going like, or someone brought their dad to drive them after Coachella. Exactly. <laughs> which, which, Bad Bunny, like, no, like I would love, like it, if it was at a festival of a bunch of artists, I want to see, I would love to check out the vibe of a Bad Bunny right, show. Right, right. I got you. I'm not going to a Bad Bunny. Right. I'm not <laughs> making my way to a Bad Bunny show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If but, Bad Bunny happens to be on a show that I'm watching for other reasons. Yeah. I will go see Bad yeah, you're Bunny. You're not standing in line for the T-shirt, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, or the VIP maybe, tickets. Maybe. <laughs> but again, free tickets, free place to stay. I'm like, so, and, and I work for an airline, so I can I can get out there free. I'm like, I'm like, this is no brainer. That I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Gonna I should be trying to hit you up for my tickets. I got to go to Mexico in in June. I so uh, you wait, you posted something not too long ago where you were rolling first class and, and yeah. you're like, yeah, I, I got this this hookup I can't talk about. And I was like, that motherfucker must work for the airline. But no, I don't. No, see no, it. I have. I'll tell you off air how I do it, uh, awesome. but I won't say it on air because I don't want to give up my gimmick. Yeah, no, don't. I've been flying first class and not paying for it for 20 years. That's awesome. And, I, and Bundy taught me it. It that, was King that, Kong Bundy who taught me the trick. And uh, he and it 98 percent of the time it works. Yeah. Um, my, my, my trick is I throw bags at the airport for yeah. like 12 hours a week and I'm flying to, to London on Tuesday in a pod, like fuck your little first. Oh class yeah. Shit. You got the sleep pod. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, I mean, uh, so on, on international flights, especially if you fly midweek, so I'm flying on a Tuesday. I mean, those pods go for like five grand or so many, yeah. so many miles like the flight that I'm going on. So I'm going from JFK to London. And there's 28 available pods. Yeah, I'm, I'm so I, if I stand by, I'm going to get one of those pods. Right, right. There's always one open. Yeah, that's, that's the same kind of the same thing with the first class thing. There's always one seat. Yeah. yeah. So I, most of the time when we fly, my my girlfriend and I, we we we've been traveling all over, and we get first class. So the funniest thing is, I don't I don't on my social media like I don't put that I work for the airlines or whatever. So people, not nobody's reaching out to me directly, but I got my brother like 
friends, like friends of mine from high school, like friends, air quotes, are reaching out to my brother. I'd be like, um, what's up with your, what's up with your brother? He's, you know, going out traveling. I just bought a house traveling all the time. Like, is he selling drugs? I told my brother, I'm like, your correct response to that is, yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I signed yeah. an NDA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I signed an NDA. That's the best way out of everything. So my, my thoughts are, so when I go over to London, I'm going to be in the pod. I'm going to, I'm going to do a TikTok on that. And like, and I'm going to be like, you know, people are, people are talking about like, Hey, did I win the lottery or, you know, did I, did you I won 650 bucks? The Spain yeah. puppy. Did I yeah. win the lottery or am I selling drugs? You know, what, what's going on? You just bought a house. You're going to find And I'm going to be like, so the correct answer is I, I want to just, you know, you know, destroy all the rumors right now. I can't talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to do something along those lines. I thought about that as a hustle, getting a job at the airport for just like a part time, like 12 hours a week. Yeah. You know, and doing like that just to get the it, discounts. It'd be, it, it, I mean, it'd be tough for you. Do you, should you live in Middlebury? Or, or? I, I, I'm all over. I travel all over. Uh, but so the, 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 for the part time, it's like four hour shifts. But you can, people do stack it. So they'll do, instead of four hour shift, three nights a week, they'll do, they'll, they'll trade with people. So they'll do a morning, afternoon. Right. Night, do one day of four, a like, 12 yeah. hour shifts in one day. Yeah. And be done fly free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's worth like a, I, everybody I talk to whenever I, so I, I go someplace once a month. Yeah. Like whether it's a, a small weekend trip to St. Thomas, whether it's right. like, I'm going to a somewhere. small weekend trip to St. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Fuck well, you. Yeah. <laughs> or two, two weeks in fucking in Thailand. Like, uh, like I'm going someplace once a month. Uh, so many people are like, I, I should do that. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner, but uh, it's, it's a great gig. Like it, it's 15 something an hour, but it's free flight. Right. And I need that because I travel so much, but yeah, I have yeah. to pay. Well, a lot of times promoters pay for my flights, but when I have them, but this trip in Mexico I'm doing in June, ain't nobody paying for it. It's just me. Do you need somebody to go with you? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we, we, I don't know. They have a crew. It's, there's a crew I'm staying with down there for uh, the, uh, Circus uh, Mexicus Festival. I would say, uh, Troy got offered to play, uh, South by Southwest last year. And actually we didn't even know each other, but he's like, I, I don't know. He's like, it, it'd be good for my resume. He's like, he's like, it's decent money. He's like, but. I got to pay for my own flight down there. I got to pay for my hotel and stuff like that. I'm like, I'll go with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll split the hotel cost with you. I'm like, I'll be your roadie whenever, whenever you need. I can fly down there for free. Let's almost <laughs> killed me on a bird scooter <laughs> <laughs> at three miles an hour. You almost killed me on a fucking rental car going to Whataburger. <laughs> so I think we're even there. Yeah, we call comes, it. comes out in a wash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Pierre, you got anything you want to promote? Anything uh, coming up? Uh, no, um, upcoming, uh, Check out, you can find me on Facebook at Pierre the Beast. Um, check out that. Check out uh, my Instagram, uh, Pierre the Beast, all under at Pierre the Beast. Uh, it has all my stuff coming up. I've got shows coming up. Uh, I've got comedy shows. I got wrestling next weekend on the 29th in North Adams, Mass for truly independent wrestling. So check that out. Truly independent wrestling. Um, other than that, I mean, I've always got something going on. Find my Facebook and my Instagram and all my feeds, and I'll tell you where to where to find are me. You the, are you the WOH champion still? No, I lost the title in Brandon uh, to I Fox Vineyard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lost too many on the road, uh, but no, I've uh, no, I lost the Fox Vineyard that night. It was a real close fight. We uh, we had a good one. We had a good burn. He was great. Yeah, Fox is. I helped Fox one of those guys I met when he first started in the business. So the cheese uh, man, yeah. that guy, Mikey, Charisma, yeah. Mikey Cheese. Yeah, shout out to all those guys. The World of Hurt crew. I've known them all for 20 years. They're all great guys. 
And how, how often do you do the um, the movie roast? That once, once a month. Once a month. Uh, the next one is May twenty seventh, and it is over the top. Sylvester Stallone's over the top. We're there, man. Yeah. Speaking of arm uh, wrestling, I'm at Boston Calling that weekend. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I want to see Alanis Morissette. I do want to see Alanis Morissette. I oh, just want to cry in your beer. Yeah, yeah I forgot. I forgot. It's a little ironic, don't you think? Yeah. She's yes. looking. She's looking good these days I with that baby, that that uh, that pregnant weight on her. She, she's Sorry, she hasn't said that anything that. all episode. And he throws out pregnant <laughs> weight. <laughs> <laughs> Zip up your fucking fly. <laughs> um, no, we the, let Polly smoke too much weed over there in the corner now. <laughs> I, I forgot what festi- I forgot what festival it is. She's on there with Jack Johnson and a couple others. I don't, I don't, I'm like, oh, I would love to go fucking see that, but I'm going to Rockville and fucking Daytona and next month. Yeah. Uh, but but we definitely should. Yeah, we, over the top would be a good one. Just fucking blow off Boston. Just make a call. See if they can do it later. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll call. I'm sure Atlantis will move it for movie roast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, I'm busy the 27th, but invite yeah. her to movie roast. Right. Yeah. We yeah. can watch. Uh, we'll watch her Canadian sketch comedy show instead. If right. You can, can you make that accommodation? Yeah. Well, well, actually, you can't we'll, do that we'll on watch. Television. We'll watch. You can't do yeah. that on television. Yeah. <laughs> her first show. Um, yeah. And, and you had a. Uh, I fucked up on when I when I messaged you. Your podcast with the uh, with the Cantina is that what? Yeah, it was? Wireless Cantina. Uh, we are going to get back to it. Art and I will be back to it soon. I also have another podcast called Where's the Kink, um, but that one is on has been on hiatus, and we're getting back to it. Everything's coming back. But both of those, can you find them? Yeah, anywhere you get podcasts yeah. on all the major platforms. They'll Where's be there. the Kink and Wireless Cantina? Yeah, the Wireless Cantina. So you, you used to post the Wireless Cantina on uh, on. You used to do Facebook Lives. And yeah, like that. I was like. I saw that. So I was, I was telling Polly, I'm like, I'm like this guy, I'm like, he's, he's done radio. He's, he's done podcasts or whatever. I didn't even know about the voiceover stuff. I'm like, so I'm like, so, so Polly's quite the, um, audio file. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. So he, he wants to make sure stuff's going to, stuff's going to sound good. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think you're off to worry yeah. <laughs> much about this guy. No, like, no, I got you. No, this, this was awesome. Yeah. Anybody else yeah, have anything you. else? Troy, you got anything coming up you want to promote? Uh, check out TroyMillettMusic.com. We uh, we have 91 shows booked for the rest of the year. We're, we're very busy. Um, the record's coming soon. New music uh, next month, hopefully June. So Sweet. Uh, yeah, very excited. And new album you're working on? New album by the end of the year, I would say. There will at least be a release date announced um, for that album. But the fuck's knows? taking so long? Oh wait! Big news in 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 the Troy Millet world. T Swift is now single. Yes, that is true. It's, it's ready. For, it's yeah, to, maybe you should get some pregnant weight on her. <laughs> should we wrap this up before? <laughs> Troy, you got to swoop in there and get some pregnant weight. In there. Yeah, I, well, I've got the weight, so I'm thinking that if she can I've bring the money the and the uh, you know the the street cred, then we might be a power couple still. I mean, just think of the songs that would would come out of that. So my, my my friend that got us tickets to the uh, to the uh, whose line is anyway or who, who's live anyway, uh, she went down. And we saw him at at Troy when he was playing at Foam. Oh yeah, talk me to me. I love that. And she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Troy, let's come. And she's like, oh no. So she's kind of got a um, she's in the middle of a um, well, it's a, a situation ship. So uh-huh. Like he's on the way out, but it's, <laughs> it's a situation ship. Yeah. Before he showed up, she's like, "Oh, I love Troy's raspy voice and the way he strums that guitar." They're like, is he is he single? I'm like, yeah, he's the most single. I'm not, <laughs> I'm like, the drunker you get him, the more single. You 
So, but the less, it's a double-edged sword because the, <laughs> the more drunk you get me, the more single I become, but the less interested you become. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she, she, she'll become more interested. <laughs> but she, she's kind of got a unique name and, I, and I'm not going to say on the air, even though I really should. But I, I, he's like, she's like, I would just, I'm like, I, if you play your cards right, you can, uh, Get your name in a breakup song when you yeah. when you guys break yeah, up. Yeah, he'll just, Taylor Swift you in a heartbeat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah that, that's, I was hoping for some naked improv, but I'll, I'll go back to the songwriting thing. <laughs> Who's um, nude is it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Worst game ever. You know, at least one of those is going to be a relative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just, you're going to see an uncle's dick pic you did not want to see. <laughs> I can't picture an uncle's dick that I, I don't want. Oh, oh wait, what? <laughs> um, but anyway, she was like, if you could just say my name in a song. So I'm like, hey, here's your. You could write the song about anybody you want. Just throw her name in there. That, that way, the girl you're writing about doesn't have to know it's about her. <laughs> you know? It's the win-win situation here. But, but if it's a unique name, you're screwed because it's not, you know. No, no. So I, I'm just saying, she, she's just throwing her name in, in the ring. Mm. Like, hey, like, I would just love to hear my name in a song. So he can write it about when he breaks up with Taylor Swift. But instead of writing about Taylor Swift that you broke up with her, that would be embarrassing. You can use somebody else's name. Have you thought be- about, see, the carny in me comes out oh, when yeah. you say this. Have you thought about charging to have names put in songs? Yeah, there oh, you yeah. go. Put that, put like that right out on podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Imagine the song. Seriously, you, you broke up with Pierre the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a comedy um, band that I've created that I'm working on music for, actually, because I do sing. Um, that is called Pierre Atkins and Low Carb Country. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Is there is there anything we can hear now? No, I don't have it ready yet. I just started writing. I've got a couple people together. We're starting to put music. There's one together. like called "Hold the Potatoes." Actually, one of the no. songs. <laughs> I have a couple. One of the songs is called "Meet You at the Walmart." Um, another- I have a song title for you. Oh yeah! Ever since you left, baby, I don't have to put the seat down anymore. <laughs> My other, <laughs> I have a track. Uh, I have a track that I wrote called "You Can You Can You Can Take My Kids, But You Can't Take My Gun." <laughs> If my nose was running money, I'd blow it all on you. <laughs> uh, so I've just started doing it. Uh, I didn't really want to announce it per se, but it's just a fun bit I've been doing. John like, Cena Senior is yeah. going to know. So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'll let, I'll let John, yeah, John, John will help me produce it like he did his son's at rap album. Uh, uh, I, I own that. Can, oh, I, yeah. can we get a, if you're listening, can we get a vinyl repress of the 2006 John Cena rap you album? Know, you know what? I'm going to say it's actually not bad. It's not bad. No, it's, they are all good lyricists. It's not overly good either. I do yeah. remember being yeah. like, I asked, that's what I asked for for my birthday. Yeah. And my mom's like, you know, that's you your like, birthday. You we were like can, 12. Yeah. She's like, you can, you can ask for more than, I was like, I just want the fucking John Cena. <laughs> like I remember just like. So it sounds like uh, we can get a Pierre and, uh, and Troy collab on, on this yeah. new album. Oh, like, I bet we could. Let's do it. I'm in. I had no problem. I, I, I didn't think there would be an issue with you being here. My, right. my concern was whether Pierre was going to go that route, but yeah. no, I'm I, always up for something fun. I yeah. play, uh, I play spoons and washboards. So okay. Perfect. You, you have to add that in. If you're looking you for use music. your abs for the washboards? Yes. Yeah. My abs. Yeah. <laughs> no, the ones that are the abs of his opponents. <laughs> right. The ones that are hidden deep. The, they're, yeah. they're in there for that sure. That would be funny. Like, oh, there's six in there. There's just a whole keg in front of it. <laughs> you put some asshole with abs. In a sleeper hole, then they like, start playing the spoons <laughs> on it. <laughs> we're going to record this. Diddy now. <laughs> it's like when Brett Michaels did the ass bongos on Rhythm of Love. Yeah, and it oh, yeah. Into one of the yeah, yeah, good times. All right. Do you want to wrap this up before I shit my pants? Please leave. <laughs>